Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to 1021 HDRA, Hydra's number one affiliated nerd podcast. We're also known as the Fake Nerd Podcast. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. Say again. Hail Hydra. Thank you. Just wanted to make sure you got it. I just wanted to thank, first of all, just before we get into the news or anything, guys, I just want to say thanks, Steve Rogers. Thank you so much for bringing the world to how it should be. I'm just, I'm so choked up. Oh, oh, oh. It is. We are in a world that should be. Tears are falling from your face, my friend. Nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. I'd like to introduce my homies. Hail Hydra. You guys are right. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Now, before I freak out anymore, I'm here with Brandon T. McClure. Hail Hydra. Thank you. Hail Hydra. Oh, okay. He went out of line, but I'm allowed to pass this time. Spark plug, Wicked Witty. Can you can you say hello here? Yeah, I'll have Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And lastly, but not leastly, Ben Magnet. Hail, screw you all! I'm <laughs> Captain America, bitches. All right, the ruse is up. The ruse is up. Real Captain America has returned. Why um, are there two of them? We'll find out <laughs> soon. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. Hey guys, how you doing? I'm doing good. I was not as drunk as you guys thought I was last Listen, week. You, I was, you but, I, been, I, but I was saying. drinking quite a bit of mimosas, and I did lose money at the blackjack tables. Yeah, yeah. But on the bright side, I did get myself a Super Nintendo Classic Edition that my girlfriend and roommate are playing right now. I'm looking at it, they're playing Donkey Kong. Yes, they are. Diddy Kong's there as well. Yeah, they're playing with their Donkey Kongs. Yes. Oh, if you if you must be that gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hail Hydra. <laughs> Hail Hydra. They love bread and butter, but we'll get to that later. Oh, yeah, real quickly, though. If you haven't figured out, we're going to be saying Hail Hydra a lot, so I recommend taking a drink every time we say Hail Hydra. Nah, then we would be dead. Yeah, we would be dead. Don't we're do that. That's a bad idea. We'd, we'd already be dead. Yeah. Nobody wants to be as drunk as you were last weekend, though. <laughs> Despite the rumors. I was No, I was good. I wasn't drunk. I was good. There you go. Hail Hydra. Well, it's been a couple weeks since I saw you, so I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad to be. I missed you guys. It's, it's, it's yeah. nice to see you all in person, not digitally. Sparks. Oh, oh, thanks, and I'm man. glad that you. I didn't have to drive out 45 plus minutes to uh, Brands Museum. Instead, you guys finally came back to the well, bunker because my AC finally got fixed today. Say, that one there is we on go. You. That yeah, I know. So. <laughs> yeah, you were like, no, no, no. I can make it. I can make it. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> no friendship forever. So let's get into it, shall we? Uh, yeah. well, no. No? How, how was my week? How was, yeah, how week? was your week? You know, I guess we don't care. We're getting into how everyone's week Well, was. my week's not done yet. I mean, yeah, I, went, I didn't go to a Zelda concert or anything last night. Oh, he did. Oh, I that's did. true. He that's did. Really that's sweet. Yeah. But uh, I want to just quickly I, say Star Trek Discovery isn't very good. Hey, uh, listen. If you don't care about Star Trek, it's a cool sci-fi show. Yeah, that's true. It's just It just feels wrong. Yeah. Orville, though, is really good. I was going to say, if you like Star Trek, just watch the Orville. Yeah, I really like the Orville. I, I didn't watch it for a couple weeks because they're like, oh, it's, people are saying it's bad. But hey, that show's really good. Yeah, Orville is really good. Yeah, I haven't man. seen is Orville Ray yet. Am the only one here who's watching Humans yet? Oh, God. I fr- I, am I? Okay. I, I am you? Are you? I brought you. it up like three times in two days, and I still keep forgetting that it came out. So do yeah, it's it's, it's fine. It's fine, guys. Did you did you it's watch okay. it, Sparks? No, not yet. Man, I'll watch it later. I, I guess. don't want to anymore. I'm a shell, so I will. <laughs> I I won't. I wa- I will watch the Orville though, because I didn't I'll know. Watch, it was I'll watch the... Discovery before I watch Inhumans. Yeah, yeah. Lockjaw actually looks pretty good. Just yeah. Say. Well, well, that's nice. I'm glad they spent millions of dollars to make a fake dog look good, <laughs> but not a. <laughs> fake show look good yeah i don't know that's that's the thing show. that matters i think log job matters no, it's just it's so weird because we're supposed to care about the royal family i mean i do well but, but we're supposed to care for the royal family but they're dicks yeah well they're they're royalty i mean have you seen no them? it's like it's like like the queen we're supposed to be like hey <laughs> oh yeah the royal family oh no it's a coup but like no, I'm kind of on board with this coup because you make all the Inhumans that don't have useful powers. They live in a caste system. It's what, awful. What you deem useful. Yeah, yeah. what you deem useful, 
They have to mine. Hey, Bucket Hands, he's a great character. Just because he has buckets for hands, he's useful. Why are they mi- What are they mining on the moon? Moon and nights. Mithril? Jeez. What did you say? Mithril. Mithril? Mithril? Yeah, Mithril. Is that Lord of the Rings Lord stuff? Of the Rings? <laughs> oh, and Final Fantasy, yeah. Oh, that's... Oh. Unobtainium. Unobtainium, oh, there you go. Batmanium. <laughs> Batmanium. Wait, is that? That's some Dark Knight's Metal stuff for you, sorry. No, uh, okay. That is literally yeah. a metal property. Yeah. In it's Dark element. Metal. Okay. It's like the fifth. It's the newest element on the charts. Unknown okay, because I know there is one metal. My favorite, like, funny element name is Californium. Oh. That is real. Where? That is on the periodic table of elements. You know where they found it? Yep. Oh. Nebraska. Really? They no. found it? No. <laughs> it's a junkie. Why would he know that? It's the junkie, guys. <laughs> uh, How was your sports? It was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Brandon and I went and did the uh, Guardians After Dark. How was it? Yeah, that was cool. What? Is it like Spooky Guardians? It's yeah. So, so it's like a sequel to the original uh, ride okay. in a way. So so oh. if you do the original ride, it's them escaping. Okay. And then the sequel is that um, because of what Rocket did, like all the cages have been overrun. So there's a ton of creatures, alien monsters running around and Groot f- got left off the ship. Uh, and so Rocket has to go back in and find him. And in order to keep all the creatures away from him, they make you like the target of the creatures to be distracted by while and he tries to save Groot. And I haven't been on this ride yet. Is this like one of the ones kind of like Star Tours where like you it's, sit down? It's ta- Tower Terror. Tower Terror. Tower Terror. So you're just standing and it's like, I've, I don't have been on Tower Terror since I was like a child. So you walk, so. In, you walk in and the collection is in a totally different way. It's all like red lights and, you know, glitching Spooky. on the visuals and everything. And you step into the room and Rocket has a totally new thing that he tells you about what's going on. They They really did a whole new setup for it. And you walk into the room right before you get on the elevators and there's spotlights looking around you hear creature noises everywhere it's a totally different atmosphere and then you get on and you see one of the dragons from Sutur's realm yeah um, Thor Ragnarok oh spoilers yeah. it's really cool <laughs> wait like there's it. dragons oh sweet a fire dragon sweet this dragon made a fire oh I'm into it Surtur dragon that was nice. cool yeah it was pretty cool uh, so on um, Batman day uh, they were having a sale and all the Batman stuff on PS4. Mm-hmm. So I bought I bought the Ar- return to Arkham. It was like seven bucks, and I bought all the DLC for Arkham Knight for seven bucks. So I've just been playing a lot of Batman recently, and it's a uh, it's good to go back to those games. I want another one of those games actually. So Arkham games are really fun. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, there's like Harley Quinn DLC and Nightwing DLC and Azrael DLC. The Arkham City uh, uh, Harley Quinn DLC was really good. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm uh, I'm going through all that stuff now. I don't know if I want to replay through all the games again because I've already played them all like twelve times. But uh, that DLC is cool. <laughs> Yeah, I played them <laughs> way more than I should have. Yeah. Uh, should yeah. we get into our bread and butter? Yeah, well, we got a full day. Let's start. Let's do yeah. it. What was it? I was yum, 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 yum. No, I was going to say that I saw Trevor at the symphony last night. <gasps> Trevor! Oh, shout out to yeah. a fan. Silence. Yeah, I saw Trevor at the symphony. It was fun. It was a really good time. Although, I kind of wish there was a little bit more Breath of the Wild music. Because they, the, they did the obvious Ocarina. They did the, like, the obvious Zelda tiles. Did they do any Breath of the Wild? They did. They had uh, two Breath of the Wilds. Their finale was Breath of the Wild, but it was Goron City mostly. It wasn't like the grandiose. The Gorons are what matter because they're cool. Well, Goron, it was cool. But there was something that they threw in there that I wasn't expecting. Link's Awakening for the Game Boy Color. There you go. Yeah, so that oh, was that's cool. That was interesting. I like it. I know none of this. You know nothing, Brandon McClure. I've never Did played Zelda. Did you know Link's the Princess in Mass Franchise? <gasps> I, I thought it was... <laughs> I thought it was... <laughs> <laughs> the rage spoiled. Oh, Zelda's oh, my man. Uh, Zelda's my what? <laughs> you call him Zelda one more damn time, uh, I swear to... <laughs> wait, he's not Zelda? <laughs> Brandon, listen. All right, all right. Stop. Let's get into our bread and butter. Let's get bread and butter. Let's get I this. Use, let's get got a lot to do today. Yes, we do. It was a relatively light week this week. Oh, good. Diet, diet butter. Diet butter. Get out of here. Don't you? I mean, can't believe it's not yeah, butter. I was uh, about to say that. Good job. Uh, we're gonna start. With, for a couple of weeks, we've been hearing a lot of word. A lot of words. 
It's a lot of words in this one, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> For a couple of weeks, we've been hearing a lot of uh, news about Terminator 6. Oh yeah! So we're finally gonna finally gonna touch Cam- on that a bit. We've just been hearing Cameron talk out of his butt for a while. Oh yeah, for a couple of weeks you know it's just been Cameron. He said something bad and then he like he backed up and then he just dive hold worse into it. I'm like, come on, dog. Oh the the, the, the Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman comments. Yeah, yeah. he just he's an idiot. Hey uh, yeah. Cameron, just shut up and finish just Avatar already. Don't make your billion dollars. No, don't finish Avatar. <laughs> Nobody cares. Just, just retire <laughs> from filmmaking. I think at this moment. <laughs> yeah. Just stop. Uh, well, Linda Hamilton is apparently returning. That's cool. That was last week. That's all right. But again, I'm no cool contracts have been. He literally said in a quote this week, "I haven't asked anyone. I've just been saying this." <sighs> Jay Z. So there's that. <laughs> I haven't asked anyone. I've just been saying this. Well, uh, guys, like, oh, what a go. statement. Yeah. I haven't talked to Arnold about this, so I could get in trouble. <laughs> then don't but stop I, right there. <laughs> you guys, like, they're both gonna be in it. You know, there's a great saying Arnold's that we've been in all of the yeah, Terminator films. Yeah, he, yeah. Oh yeah, he has. Technically not in Salvation, but his likenesses. Technically, but there's a great saying: "When in doubt, leave it out." So if you're gonna say something that could possibly get you in trouble, don't bloody say it. Is that a phrase? Is that the phrase? Yeah, no. it is. When in well, doubt, when in doubt, no, don't say. <laughs> when I was working in radio, was it was oh, a phrase? Okay. Yeah. Well, so we know we have a release date: it's July 26, 2019. And what Tim Miller is directing it. What was the last thing Linda Hamilton showed up in where it was like a big deal that she showed up? Chuck? Was she, was she in uh, Chuck. Psych? Yeah. yeah, it was Chuck. Oh, it was Chuck. That's Thank what it was you. Chuck. It was Chuck. She yeah, was, was Chuck. uh, Chuck's mom. Yeah, she was Chuck's mom. I remember yeah. this now. Yeah. That's, that was That's right. cool. And Scott Bakula yeah, was his dad. That's cool. Yeah, Scott, Scott Bakula? Yeah. And Linda Hamilton? Dude, have you not yeah. watched Chuck? No. No, they you weren't on screen. Chuck. I think they weren't I'm on surprised. screen. I think that's a show right up No, early. they weren't on screen together, but because Chuck's dad, spoilers if you haven't seen what, a five, seven year old show? Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Chuck, old show, yeah. yeah, well, Chuck, 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 Chuck's dad dies, and then later on, when um his niece is born, uh-huh. Linda, ha- Linda Hamilton comes as Chuck's mom. Yeah, because Chuck has always had a really yeah, yeah, weird yeah. relationship with his mom, and I her remember, coming back. I remember now. Chuck, watch it on Wednesdays on CBS. No, it was uh, NBC. NBC. Uh, it's on. ABC. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix now. So yay. Watch it on. I, I absolutely loved that show. It was such a good show. Well, apparently he's also ignoring the. You're gone. Completely. Hey guys. Brandon here. I just wanted to pop in and warn you that due to some technical issues, we had to switch to our old mic for the remainder of this recording. I hope you stick with us because we all felt this was a pretty great show. So enjoy the rest of the episode and uh, next week, promise it'll sound a lot better. Or it won't. I don't really know why we make these promises. No, well. So they're basically pulling a Superman Returns with it. Yeah, pretty much. All right, neat. I, Whatever. I want to see that alien movie that's also coming out that's yep. like this. The Blomkamp one? Yeah. Me I do too. Remember too. that's going to ignore a bunch of movies too? Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, but that seems driven by like an original idea from somebody else. Yeah. And this just seems like James Cameron pulling a... Uh, oh. A James Cameron? No, no, no. What's the name? Of Ridley Scott. Uh, oh. Yeah, a little bit. But to be fair, guys, he he's completely hated the other movies that he's not been involved in. Remember? No, he liked Terminator That's Genesis. That's the point I'm making. <laughs> he supported Salvation and Genesis. Yeah, they're great movies, and they come out. Oh, that's not my vision. Like, bro, you produced it. You said it. You're a liar. You said they're great, but I, I we'll just want to be clear. Yeah, I also like Genesis. I haven't seen it. I like aspects. I, I like aspects of it. I think it's fun. I think so. Here's I told this to Brandon. I think Genesis is a great sequel to the events of the Sarah Connor Chronicles television show. If you watch that, okay, I believe that Genesis takes place in that timeline for me, and I think it's a great sequel to that story. Ended too soon. Okay. Oh, way too soon. Oh, yeah. Sarah Connor. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love that. I yeah, that's know. why I kind of like it because I'm like Genesis is how that story ends for me, and that kind of makes sense because John Connor 
you can see in the show how John Connor could have become Genesis's John Connor. Sure, yeah. The pieces are there. Well, the final bit of news on this is that David Goyer is heading up a writer's room for Terminator. Okay. Why do you need a writer's room for one movie? Listen, because they want don't. to start because they want to start a new trilogy. That's Terminator why. Extended Universe. This it's, is the third time they've tried to start a trilogy of Terminator films. So it's nine movies. Whoa! Well, they finally got the trilogy: Ugh. Salvation, Genesis, and this. God. <laughs> the Terminator trilogy, a failed trilogy starters. I remember, guys, when Salvation was coming out, and I thought it was going to be my salvation. Because I was like, this is the awesome... We got we got Batman in this movie? Like, it's McG, whatever. But, like, it looks dope. It's in the future. You know, I've looked back on that movie, and I don't think it's as bad as everybody gives it crap for. I can't... I but, just think but is that it good? It's, it's too distracted on not knowing how it wants to tell its story between Christian Bale and... and Sam Worthington? Sam Worthington's characters. Who was hot back then. They're hot robot, man. Yeah. No, like he was, his star was it's rising. around the Avatar time, man. Yeah. That's, that's no, what I was happening. I remember Genesis being really, ex- or not Genesis, Salvation being really, really excited for it because I've always won. Because I remember having talks after watching Terminator, the Sarah Con- Connor Chronicles. Yeah. Came out around like, the same time. Yeah. yeah. I'm did. saying, it's like, I want to see a Terminator movie of him, of John Connor fighting the war, as in being the leader of the resistance in that time period, well, not them constantly. S- Referencing it and actually seeing the fighting happen. One of the problems of Salvation was that initially Christian Bale wasn't supposed to be a big part. John Carter yeah. was John Carter. John, John Carter. Connor. John, John Connor, Connor wasn't the main character of the right. film. Sam Worthington was. And then they hired him, and he was like, "Wait, where am I? No, I'm more." And that's how that. There's also a way better ending that they didn't do, where like uh, John Connor was gonna turn out to like uh, at the end doesn't like uh, Sam Worthington like become a human or like he gives his part. He gives his heart to John Connor. Yeah. So the original ending was gonna be that John Connor actually came back as a Terminator and killed everyone in that camp after he got the replacement heart. Mm. And I thought that would have been uh, that would have saved that movie. Like a similar similar idea to what happened in Genesis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. So I wonder if that's just a carryover. But like I definitely I would have liked that movie more if they wouldn't been ballsy with it. Yeah. But they didn't. It's a fun arcade game, though. Oh, yeah, okay. Here's here's what I will say about it, just given what we've just been saying before we move on. Mm -hmm. I do think that there is some merit, not to the fact that James Cameron is doing this, but I do think there is some merit to the idea of the only way to prevent the Terminator prophecy is to stop holding out hope that John Connor is the savior and make Sarah Connor the savior. Um, that's a cool idea. And like try to make her the hero who prevents it before, rather than relying on John. Because it seems to always go poorly. Yeah. In the end, when you rely on John, even if the best outcome is, well, don't worry, because John will send somebody back in time to protect himself. That seems to be kind of what Cameron wants to do, bringing back Linda Hamilton. And I think there is merit in that idea of yeah. Sarah Connor is the real hero. But apparently we're going to get some new actors, much in the same vein as Force Awakens. That's cool. Sure, whatever. Force Awakens, every freaking property, baby. <laughs> Just make it good. And I don't mind that too much either as an idea. Not at all. Following somebody who isn't a part of the Connor family mm-hmm. in the Terminator world. And it's like they get caught up into it? Wouldn't or... bother me so much. Yeah. Like somebody who's not Kyle Reese's brother. Somebody John who's Reese. not... Yeah, all that junk. Like, <laughs> totally separate from all of it. That's what I'd like to see. Uh, I mean, I'm always down for another robot movie, but I just, the last two haven't been very good. So, yeah, yeah. we'll see. Uh, yeah, there's much like the Alien franchise. There's more bad than good. Uh, doesn't that stink? Like when the numbers start reaching equal, like man, come on, guys. Uh, well, let's move on. Uh, I headlined this. Where do the DC films stand? Well, bad. Not good. (laughs) Stand badly. (laughs) 
Well, uh, I'm worried. So, so Jeff Johns and um, oh my boy, what's the guy's name? Henry Winkler. What's his face? Henry Winkler. No, sure. uh, Nelson. Yeah, um, no. Sorry, I don't have the name. Uh, Former president. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He got the comments ha- really late. Just, I don't have, just the, name. Go on. I don't have the name. So look, they were talking about the connective, the connective tissue of the DC universe, and this got blown out of proportion. Oh, that's why I wanted to bring this up. I'm shocked. Um, they said that the DC universe wasn't going to be as connected anymore. What they meant to say, and I'm reading the quote, it's very clear. What they are actually saying is that they aren't going to focus so much on connecting the films, on more making standalone films, much like what we talked about when we talked about the future of the DC universe, what right. they should do. Right. Uh, everyone took that as, well, they're, that they're throwing it all out and making standalone films. So Jeff had to go on Twitter to be like, it 100% is connected. Calm down. Clickbait. But, but... Wasn't someone asking that specifically in relation to the the Joker movie that's being talked about so much? This this quote, this last quote, it one hundred percent is is from a, a tweet uh, that Jeff Johns was tweeted. Uh, Cinematic universe has only begun, and you are already pulling the rug out from under it. Please keep the universe okay, connected. Okay, okay. And he says it one hundred percent is. So yeah, I think it's just referring it's to one hundred percent connected. Yeah. It, it, honestly, this looks like they're just going to focus more on making a good movie which is what we've talked about they should do as long as flashpoint is on the books i still don't believe it yes yeah, yeah i there just is don't know that. what to make of that still like flashpoint like no yeah. matter how much you say oh we're backing off the idea of that no matter how much they say that as long as flashpoint is still on their timeline to do yeah. and wonder woman is still considered to be a heavy part of it i you still don't have me. Right. Uh, this, these quotes were in relation to Aquaman alone. Yeah. Like they were saying they're just Aquaman. We're focusing which, on which that doesn't, being... Which I don't even... Does that even apply? Because Aquaman was mostly done by the time they started at least publicly going in this direction. So That's like true. I think Aquaman was already going to be kind of standalone. They're saying, don't worry. That's yeah. pretty standalone because we already made it that way. But we're just trying to appease... Well, they're not starting. I think they're trying to. They're not doing any other movies. Matt, I think that they're trying to get ahead of the <laughs> oh, bad no. PR wave they feel is definitely coming. Probably. I Justice, think that's what Justice it is. League? Yes, I think yeah. they're trying to get ahead of it because I think it is worrisome that Justice League is a only it comes out next month is only a month away, and they're already putting out statements like we're not going to keep things as connected after this movie. We we're going to walk that back, yeah. and it's like you know. This isn't gonna land. The pre-gaming, yeah. Oh yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. Okay, mm-hmm. they're trying to prep people in advance yeah. for. Don't worry, they're not going to be meeting up very often in the future. But also, this this quote comes hot on the heels of, like I just said, there is only one movie in production with them right now. It is Aquaman. They yeah. have nothing else filming. They have nothing else even prepped. Um, Which is what we always hear about. Oh, maybe it'll be Shazam. Oh, maybe it'll be Flashpoint. Oh, maybe we want to get another film out next so year. So we got we got One Woman this year. We got Justice League at the end of the year. Is mm-hmm. the next movie Aquaman, Aquaman, Aquaman. At, the, at the end of next year? Yes. Yeah. <sighs> they better get that ball rolling, baby. They better. Oh man, interesting. But at the same time, focus on Aquaman. I'm still kind of well. I'm not worried about Aquaman. No, I mean like just like a Wonder Woman. It, like it'll that's be, a contained thing. It'll be interesting after Justice League comes out to see what they're saying 2019 will look like. Yes. Yeah. I'm curious to see what that's going to be because I'm nervous that this whole Joker and all these other kind of potential off-brand 
things that are not part of the connected universe is yeah. going to lead into a whole let's have a crisis of all these different film realities we've created. And that's how you get the TV and get, world in and, there, and they're like, don't worry, we didn't do the Avengers lead up because our Avengers lead up is multiple versions of our characters meeting. Oh, and I'm like, that's, that's cool in comics. I don't know how that'll play in film. No, I don't know either. Especially if you've been building up to it, it's actually just been you guys like shit in the bed the whole time. I mean, right. but uh, X Men has the same problem, but they always kind of feel like they're building. Well, to... they don't know what they're doing either. What? Though. Like they just make a movie. At no, time. but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They they say they keep building to something, but what is it? I don't think. Yeah. No. Some of some of Matthew's Vaughn's comments about Days of Future Past made me feel more solid in my feelings about. Days Where he was like, of it should have been the end of the friend of the, of the uh, trilogy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Perfect... It made me feel yeah. more solid in how I feel about Days of Future Past. Where I'm like, I know a lot of people like it. I think it's rather weak. Yeah. I, I don't. Like, my my honest opinion. I don't think Brian Singer should have come back to the X Men franchise. That's. I agree my opinion. with that. I agree with that. I agree with that. But I do like Days of Future Past. I do too. Mm-hmm. Um, also finishing up the DC stuff. Apparently, Jeff thought uh, Man of Steel lacked some humor. <laughs> oh, him drowning in a bunch of skulls wasn't humor in a That's really yeah. nice for him to come forward and say that three years, four years later. Twenty eleven. I want to read this quote from him. Twelve. I want to read this quote. Um, Jeff Johns and Diane were reading scripts, and Jeff Johns, to his credit, was concerned that there was not enough lightness or humor, given who the character is. One insider tells the site. Oh, okay. Uh, that's <laughs> what an the fuck? That's an opinion. Damn it. No whatever. shit. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon got it. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so, Jeff definitely raised that point. But that current administration didn't care that much about what Jeff Johns thought. Well, at the I time, say, he I just made Green Lantern, so I think yeah. yeah. I say again, yeah, no shit. Yeah. Okay, Jeff, you just made Green Lantern. Hey guys, maybe lighten up the tone. Okay, Green Lantern. <laughs> oh, guys, I promise I'll be back soon. But guys, but Green Lantern wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, Green. But shut up. Go make Deadpool. <laughs> That's not at all related. No. <laughs> so yeah, we all agree. Go yeah. ahead, new thing too. Uh, so some comics news. Uh, some I interesting like news came out about comics coming out of. Um, I'm gonna start with this coming out of uh, uh, Marvel Legacy, which we will talk about later on the oh. show. Uh, we have found out that the Avengers titles will be going weekly. They're merging and are merging. Avengers No Surrender. What are they surrendering to? Who knows? Uh, we'll talk know. about it at the end. Yeah, yeah I think. But it's yeah. weekly, and that's what's interesting. Yeah. 16, Marvel, 16 weeks weekly. Yeah, Marvel I, hasn't done a weekly to our knowledge I think in a while. It's their first weekly series. They've done bi-weekly, because that's what events do, and even regular books, but like, I don't think weekly... I'm sure... I don't want to make the claim that it's their first, but it's certainly when recent memory their At first. least since 2010, which I've been buying comics heavily, yeah. there hasn't been one, for In sure. recent memory, so I would say that. So uh, it's... I'll, I'll buy the first couple issues, because I'm a shill, so we'll see. <laughs> I'm really excited for Jim Zub, though. Yeah, it's all the creative teams on the Avengers titles. They're yeah. merging together to do yeah, this weekly series. Yeah, I think that's series. really cool. Yeah. I'm... I'm We'll see, we'll see what the hell it's about. We'll talk more about that at the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, Old Man Hawkeye oh! was announced today. Yep. <clears throat> be a prequel to Old Man Logan. Cool. Set five years before, so it'll be about Hawkeye kind of losing his sight I and dealing mine. with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's be written by Ethan Sachs, who is a daily news reporter and actually wrote a, a eight page backup story in uh, Secret Empire Brave New World. Okay. Ooh. Um, I don't, mm, I think I read that. <laughs> And uh, the art by Marco, Marco Cicchetto. Cicchetto. Oh, dude, he's so good on everything. He's he's a Star Wars guy for a little bit. He's yes. a bunch of those Star Wars books. Yeah, that's cool. Are anyone excited for this one? I'm, this could be fun. When you sent me the photo today, I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna buy it. I I'll check it out. Yeah, uh, Hawkeye is such an interesting character because given the right writer, Hawkeye could be a really fun character. Given the wrong writer, nice. 
piece of shit. <laughs> it's well, I mean, he's the thing is like he's like a regular guy, so like how much more can you do with like, like to make him really funny is what like the popular runs did. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, he's kind of just like I'm your straight and arrow shooter guy. I'm like that's kind of boring. Literally shoots arrows. Kind of yeah. boring. Okay. Oh, well, finish up the news. I uh, want to talk about the new uh, movie coming out, Annihilation. Did you watch this trailer? Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh man. I'm oh, we, we're, we should watch the trailer. We should have, but then we had to record and things. It looks. Really cool. It looks like a crazier contact, which I'm all about. Meeting uh, yeah. aliens, like they don't have forms. That's I mean, Arrival. Kind of Arrival's kind of the same. I got a, I got a very much Arrival vibe. Well, Arrival this. is very similar to Contact, which is about meeting aliens for the first time. So. I haven't seen Contact. That's well, fair. <laughs> that's the original one. Uh, but I thought that maybe you were talking about no, Arrival. No. I got a very similar vibe from this, mainly in like setting, uh, a lot of the stuff like that. It looks cool. Cool visuals. Um, Natalie Portman, Oscar Isaac. Oscar uh, Isaac and, and this director, they team up a lot. Yeah, it's like the it. director of Ex Machina. Love which that movie. Was a really good movie. Right. Yeah, this one looks cool. I'm excited for this. Yeah. Um, it's based off a book. I might, I might re- check this book out because it's got crazy, crazy concepts. I'm all about it. I love the visuals in the trailer. Yeah. The crazy Technicolor portals and whatever. Yeah, man. Like, what did it look like? Like, I don't know. Like, it's it's beyond my comprehension. Yeah. Like, really cool. I wanted to bring it up because I just wanted to say. This is a movie that we all should be looking at. I mean, for. even though it's it's based off a book, like it looks really original and it looks really yeah. cool. And like, don't sleep on it. Don't yeah. sleep on it. No, absolutely America. not. Yeah. Definitely check it out. Uh, that's all I got for the news. Anyone else? That's it. Yeah. That, that's, uh, you were so right about the light bread and butter. Yeah. yeah, I think the the one other thing was uh, just because I thought it was really funny how they handled it. The comment about the gifted. Did oh, you catch this. The, no. uh, the, the, the X Men. The explanation, if you want to call it that, for Please. why the X Men and Brotherhood of Mutants are not in the show. I did think that was funny. Also, Tell me. Uh, the answer. Hold on, let me pull up the exact quote. Because Polaris is in it, and they said it's, she's Magneto's daughter. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they should have said that. So, um, okay. Most of the powerful classic mutants are not around. People don't know where they've gone. They are shrouded in mystery. It comes out gradually over the course of the series that there's been a cataclysmic event a bit of a 9-11 event that caused enormous social upheaval and a lot of hatred towards mutants. It's somehow related to the disappearance of the X-Men and the Brotherhood. So essentially, we don't know, but we can't have them on the TV show, so <laughs> something happened and they disappeared and nobody knows why. It well, sounds like no is. more mutants, but like, not really. This this was an official statement on... By Mac Nix. On why we're not going to see them, and I was like... That's not, Man, a, that's not a good You reason. gotta have more. That's not good. Maybe it was the Man- Westchester. Oh, the, the, the Logan it's in it? Yeah, maybe. But that's like, what, five years? No, it's before? like... Who knows? No. No, old man, uh, Logan takes place in the future. Yeah. No. Um, It's weird because Magneto's daughter is the main character, but Magneto's not in the show. And obviously that's not a problem, but just don't call her Magneto's daughter, maybe. Well, maybe? I, I, much like Legion... Yeah, they might not just they might not just say Magneto's daughter yeah. because they don't say Charles Xavier. No, no, but like they the producers just heavily make it clear. Yeah, this, like the producers point. have said like, hey, just so you guys know, this is Magneto's daughter, but right. it's not they, in the show. They did go out of the way to sure. address it. The headline even, was even Legion was vague about yeah. until it came out, yeah. and that's how Legion does it right because they don't because like even though it's an X Men show, you don't expect to see Wolverine. Yeah, it's in not this, weird. It's yeah. not weird to not see the X Men. Or even really hear about them in Legion. Somehow the way that Legion handles it, it's like, we know they exist here. Yeah. But it's okay that we're not, like, constantly hearing about them. It's so self-contained. But somehow in The Gifted, the fact that we know it's going to be mentioned 
right off the bat. In it's going to be mentioned, like, where are the X-Men? Yeah. And it's going to be like, bleh. I think people, <laughs> I think people are fully going to expect, like, an X-Men show. And, like, regular people who don't read the news like us, they're going to be watching the show and they're going to be like, oh, wait, Spores Wolverine. That is part of it that concerns me because Fox is grabbing a different kind of audience from FX. Yeah. FX, those uh, people who watch FX, they know the quality of the shows they're going in for and they know what to look for and Legion meets that. Yes. This, if you're a more casual viewer who watches Fox... Is going to be like, oh, an X-Men show yeah. with no explanation about why there's no X-Men or Brotherhood. Yeah. All right. And yeah. I'm not, I, I wouldn't have minded this statement if they'd said a mystery that will re be revealed over time. Yes. But it's not. It's like, it's just a mystery. And they'll soon learn that a cataclysmic event seems to, it's uncovered over time that a cataclysmic event happened and that might have had something to do with it. They should have just not said anything. Or it's been... Just... Or, well, they could just say, like, the initial statement he said was just the X-Men are gone. Yeah, that's And I'm I mean. like, that's like, fine. That's what I mean. Be really vague about it. Don't give us, like, a detailed explanation yeah, of, like, the of, of the fact that you don't know. That's silly. A big workaround. Sorry. All right. Let's get into our main topic. No, it's fine. All right. Um, so we have decided, uh, actually based off a tweet. Um, yep. Forgive me, I don't have the tweet. Uh, Scarlet uh, Shazam. Scarlet Shazam. It's been a while. My... It was a while ago. It was a while ago. You and, know who you are. And uh, she asked us... Uh, why haven't we discussed Hydra Cap? Is it, it because, wasn't over yet. <laughs> is it? And they asked us because you don't want to touch that tra that travesty. So we took that as a travesty. That's so what was it? Controversy? It was travesty. Controversy. This was the, it might have been controversy. It's been a while. Oh well, look, so that gave us uh, what what I what I took as a challenge to discuss Hydra Cap as soon as it was over. So we uh, so we've all read it. Yep. All read uh, at least the majority of the the main main storyline. I thought I read a lot of it, but my boy here, Sparks, you seem to have beat me, and I'm so proud of you, baby. I, <laughs> I love it. I think you probably read more of exactly what tied into Secret Empire than yeah. I did because I had to start shaving things towards the end there. Yeah. But I definitely read a lot of the lead up. So I want, and I like the lead up a lot. Though. Me too. I want to ask a question. Okay. Before we get into this, sure. Heck yeah. Did this deserve the blowback? Hell no. Absolutely not. Hail to the... Hail no, no. All right, no. <laughs> yeah. Sparks? Uh, no. No. It's a simple answer. I mm -hmm. understand, but... So here's my thing. Here's my thing. Yes. That's the problem. I understand why this happened. Because the, the first Captain America issue where this happens, they make it look like, in that single issue, that we see a piece of Steve's history that we've just never seen where it turns out he's actually always been Hydra. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I I get it. I get why people are upset if that were the case, that this whole time he truly has just been secretly Hydra. I would totally understand that outrage. I would be upset about it if you just decided, no, really, like, literally the whole time. So every he's single always, event, every it single, would until this point? Really? Every single yeah. story about Captain America up to this point, he's always secretly been Hydra. If that had been the case, yes, I would totally understand the outrage. I would think that's completely justified. Mm -hmm. This blew up way too hard because people reacted to that fact as it was presented in that issue as like, oh my god, he's been Hydra the whole time. And it's like, but you know how comics go. You gotta wait to see. And literally the next issue. If it had been a little longer, I'd understand. It was literally, literally the, next issue, yeah. the next issue. And people could not wait. The Red Skull has his explanation of the fact that he had altered Steve's past. And that right there made it okay. And Man, it's like, yeah. it's, it's just an event. But because so much of that blowback came from people who are like casual fans of Captain America or like see the movies or haven't read comics in a long time, aren't reading this current event, 
even I wasn't reading it at the time, but I still was like, okay, but they didn't do something that dumb. Right. They didn't just rewrite. And that's what Everything. Nick Spencer would go on on to say on various yeah. interviews. We didn't we didn't do that. Just watch the story unfold and enjoy it. Right. Um, one of the things I do like is that you're right. They didn't just say that. It's revealed that the Red Skull and spoilers, you know, just saying. But the Red Skull. Had, oh yeah, like a year and a half of comic books about to get spoiled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Anything, anything related dive, to guys. Civil War Two or Secret Empire or the Captain Dude, America Steve Rogers run in between. Standoff is the beginning of this, and that was Standoff is that the was a beginning, which I read too. Yeah. yeah. That's essential to it. Well, so what happens is Red Skull... Actually, I really liked how they handled this because Red Skull didn't say, hey, turn Captain America Hydra. He manipulated uh, Kobik, who is the sentient cons- cosmic cube, yes. to just be like, look how great Hydra is. Hydra is wonderful. Hydra right. is amazing. we got to start with Standoff, though, to explain who Kobik is and how she was right. formed. So, That's why so I like that we started with your question. Yes. Let's go through chronology. All right, so... S.H.I.E.L.D. created this, this uh, like experimental uh, prison called Pleasant Hill. And they used... Did they did they manufacture a Cosmic Cube, or they just found the fragments? No, they the found the fragments, and they it formed into Kobik, and they yeah. had Kobik do this. Which, so. apparently, according to Eric Selvig, is just something Cosmic Cubes do. Yeah, and yeah. they just gained sentience. I don't know why. And, but, Kobik, uh, no, Kob- and Selvig saw Kobik as, like, his own daughter. Yes. Yeah. So this, this sentient Cosmic Cube is in the form of a little girl, and the main doctor, Dr. Selvig, who was in the Thor movies... Uh, for the for the uninitiated comic, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and this prison is a rehabilitation center for supervillains, where they alter their reality so that they were never a bad person and they are given regular human lives. Right, they live in this perfect slice of suburbia yes. where they're in this great community, and they believe that they've always lived there, and it's a small town, old fifties vibe, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's a prison, but none of the prisoners know it's a prison, and they treat it like that. That's the life they've always had. They turned, oh my god, there's so many Who funny they, the the. Like, Which is the one that they turned into a dog. Oh, Jesus, dude. That was so long ago, man. I yeah. Didn't... So one of the giant monster characters yeah. who's who sometimes is a villain but wasn't, he was part of Dugan, Dum Dum Dugan's squad. That's what he'd most recently oh, been doing. Oh, jeez. What's they the Howling because Commandos? Of his... Yeah, yeah. But because he'd most recently, like, just started doing that, they still considered him criminal. So they grabbed him. They turned him into a dog. And when he yeah. comes out of it, he's really <laughs> upset. Because he was really happy being a dog. Like Sandman's like a mechanic or something, and Baron Zemo's this guy named Jim or something. Yeah, yeah, like, it's yeah. super weird. And uh and it's the Whisperer, who is Rick Jones. Uh he's he basically like I don't know if he leaks the information to Cap or the Unity Squad or somebody, but he's like, Do you guys know what Shield's doing over it's, here? It's uh, Bucky who he's in contact it's with. It's in Bucky it's, and then oh and man. Bucky's going on the quest to find out what exactly is going down with Pleasant Hill. Yeah. And like all these different teams converge on Pleasant Hill and then they have this big battle and then Because because Zemo and someone else. It's Zemo come out and uh, the Fixer. He yeah. was like a super D-list character. Right. They, they both are. they both realize mm-hmm. that they're in. A Somebody made reality. some some contraption that brought their true selves out. Right. I forgot who it was. I think it might. Have I been think the it fixer. was the Fixer. Yeah. Um, and he brings Zemo out. And, and Zemo's then like, Zemo oh. takes it as an opportunity to rise up and and have all these villains work uh, with him to overthrow it. And uh, well, but the, the so that's so that's kind of what standoff was. But the really the only thing that is really important to stand off is towards the end. Yeah. Where right. Kobik gives Captain America, who had been an old man for a couple of years now. He'd been an old man. He got tossed into the fight with crossbones and he was losing. He was about to be killed mm-hmm. because he could he didn't he couldn't hold up. Yeah. And uh, doesn't have the super soldier serum anymore. And so Kobik uh, decided to make things better and Steve suddenly became young again. Yes. And nobody knew what had actually happened at that moment until much later. Way, way later. Yeah. She but, had 
yeah, she we would find out in the second issue of Steve Rogers that she had rewritten his memories. Yes, mm-hmm. so that he had uh, his mother had met this woman named Eliza, who is who turns oh, out to be Madame Hydra. What and, a beautiful lady! And, I love her so and much. she had met her and convinced her to start bringing Steve over to these Hydra recruitment camps and. They started ingraining these ideas into Steve from a young age. So uh, Steve Rogers is a young kid, obviously he's frail, blah 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 blah. blah but uh, he has an abusive father, and out of nowhere, uh, Elisa shows up and uh, as like as he's being mean to Steve and his mom in the middle of the street, and she's like, "Oh, honey, you shouldn't have to deal with this," and she kicks his ass, and she's like, "You should come to these special meetings. You know, it's about him being empowered and getting mm-hmm. the community back together, and she hands him a, a Hydra community pamphlet, uh, pamphlet. Yeah. right? And uh, and then it's over these issues of, of Steve Rogers, it's just his slow descent of still being the exact same person he's always been, but that underlying, like, like, dis- like well, I don't even know the right word, like the underlying... Uh, his underlying, his, I, w- I would say his nature, because his nature is still true, however yeah. it's been twisted, instead of being like, to the land of free, home of brave, America, he is 100% for Hydra. He's I think less compromising. I think what's really interesting about it, yeah, he's less compromising, yeah. I think what's really great about it is that he wasn't convinced of, of like, Hydra's way is right. That's not exactly what happened. What happened is that Hydra knows the best way to get to making everything peaceful. It's mm-hmm. peace through that's what That's what he became indoctrinated with, and that's the thing he decided to mm-hmm. uphold, because it's not like... Like, his whole thing, it's a great part of the story, is that the moment the Red Skull took control of Hydra, it went down. Yeah. Down downhill for him. And, and he's hated the Red Skull the whole time. That's why I love, been looking to overthrow love this specific version, because, like, people are getting mad, and they're calling Captain America a Nazi. Right. And, like... like Spoilers, he kills the Red Skull. He literally kills yeah. the Nazi because that way of doing things is wrong. Yeah. And offers it to yeah. Magneto. No. Dude, he gives it... Yeah, and like, Captain America is a bad guy, but no, he's not a Nazi because Nazis are below him. He's better than that. Yeah. And well, but that's the thing. That's, that's the thing about yeah. Hydra. And for a couple of years now, it's been kind of like this, and we saw it in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but Hydra isn't a Nazi organization. It's specific... It, it, it has been corrupted by the Nazis because the Red Skull took it over and yeah. that's how that happened. But sure, before sure. that... Now, I'm not saying Hydra's good. No, of course no, not. No, no, I no, mean, no. I, they're still fascists, but they're not no, like... No, of course not, not Hail Hydra. Yeah. Not. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Hail Hydra. Of course they're not good or whatever. <laughs> all the, all the, uh, like the 40s representations like of Madame Hydra and the Kraken, they're all like, this hate, this Hitler guy isn't crazy. Are you, do you guys see what he's doing? Like, we gotta get away from it. Red Skull's like, nah, he's the, the fascists are the best way for us. Like, no. Well, what I really liked about the stories were the flashbacks. I loved oh. the flashbacks to Steve growing and learning and being friends with Helmet Zemo. I thought those were so cool. And I thought, Him and Kraken together are really like, man. I thought the art was fantastic, and I thought those were played out really the, well. The, I, go on. I was gonna say, I really like the coloring of the flashbacks. Yeah. I yes. like the color, the way they did the, the colors. The so, focus on black and the black, gray the and reds, red, the, yeah. the grays. Because um, it was like, oh, back in the, when people do flashbacks, it's like, oh, hey, it's like black and white or so, but this was... The reds were really vibrant. Some of the were there, were there blues or was, no? I, it was always a uh, black was, and gray and red. It was, it was. Those were yeah, Brandon. They stood my, out. Those were my favorite parts, like Eliza's hat, bright red. Um, yeah, just those so, were like the best parts of the issue. So I think for this discussion, issues, issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think for this discussion, I want to do a talk about everything that led up to Secret Empire. Then we'll discuss Secret Empire. Yeah, because sure. I think because yeah. it is so essential. To his plot to get to where he's at, but because the but, world handed gave it to him on a silver platter. That's what I wanted to get to. Is one of the things that I really like is because he is Steve Rogers, and he he kind of plays it like I don't want to be director he of Shield. I don't want to do this. He I don't want to do this. He tried, to, Sharon, he had to, tried to have Sharon Carter be the director, yeah, and she turned it down. Tries to get Carol to not do the 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 the, 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 the shield, planetary yeah. shield. 
but he's trying to stop himself and no one is doing it. Yeah. He's like, guys, I'm clearly... He's trying, like, he's trying to do the same plan, but in the way that has the least amount of casualties. Mm-hmm. But yeah. there's no way he can outright tell them what he's exactly doing. Nope. Yeah. Better yet, when he goes to kill Rick Flagg. And then, and then um, uh, what's her Rick name? Jones. In the first episode. Jack Flagg. Jack Flagg, there you Jack go. Jack Flagg, there you when go. When he goes to kill Jack Flagg with the with that um, With the serum, needle. With the and needle. And she comes in. And who's, is it Kathy? Who comes in? Kathy, Kathy yeah. 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 And then Kathy comes in and she tells him, we decided to turn off the machines. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to kill anybody. Yeah, he does it. And he, he's he, still Steve Rogers, but he's just got that underlying, like, I gotta do things the, the naughty way if I have to. Yeah. Right. And he, he, he outright... You know, Jack Flagg when kicks him out of the plane. It's, it's what made the story, I think, so good is the fact that it is just that slight subversion where mm-hmm. it's just I'm still trying to obtain peace. Yeah. I'm just more willing to do it through really brutal means if I have to. Yeah. Even and, it's, and it's not I'm just outright a bad person because you got all the the strategy and everything else of Steve Rogers and I really like that. It's it's what if Steve Rogers, for all that he was, just had a different vision than everybody yeah. else. And I like that, uh, you know, when he becomes director of S.H.I.E.L.D., when he becomes... And when he goes to talk to Tony at, in, in Civil War to the Oath, you know, and he's saying all Maybe the things... Maybe one of my fav- favorite comic book issues this year. And he's saying all these things, is like, <laughs> I just, you know, this is all working out. Yeah. It's it's great because, I was talking to you earlier, there's a Civil War uh, one comic called The Confession, where Tony Stark is talking to a dead Captain America, and he's like, I'm sorry I failed you. Like, you were right, and I'm a bad person. And this flip around on the oath is Steve Rogers going to a comatose, comatose Tony Stark saying, God, what a waste of a person you are. Mm-hmm. And I wish you were awake, because I want to see everything you built burn to the ground. I'm going to be better than you ever were. I'm so bummed that you're asleep, because I want to see you fall. You're always so focused on the futurist, but you're not bringing anybody else yeah. along with you. And he's like, look at all these things that have happened. Does the world look saved to you? Yeah. And I'm just like... He's not wrong. But he's the, not wrong. The the mic drop at the end of the issue when he's just like, do you know what my world looks like? That's what's great. That's and then you just see the American flag and all the it's pictures of Hydra. Civil War yeah. Two when when they foresaw Miles killing Captain America, and nobody looked around. They only saw Miles. They didn't see the world was taken over by Hydra. And right. he looked around. Yeah, and he's and that's it's right. It's a mic drop at the end of the issue. He's like, "Do you know what I saw, Tony?" And it's just a collage of all the crazy. Yeah, things. exactly. That was so yeah. good it's because so it was good. that everyone was so focused on that moment. And he's like, "I wasn't surprised." Yeah. So I saw everything else, mm-hmm. and it's like, "Oh no!" It's, that it's, was really cool. It's really it's like Civil War Two for like for better or worse. Like it's a fine comic or whatever, but it's like. Fine. Now that this event is over, they've been seeding this cap stuff for so long, and like, like they throw it in where they need to, but it all works so well together. The, the entire Nick Spencer stuff, starting from Standoff all yeah. the way through, and there's a lot of, lot of side character stories that tied into that, whether it was event tie-ins or not. Um, Civil War Two stuff. Some of the stuff in Civil War Two that I really loved was, uh, was um, with Miss Marvel. Uh, and her dilemma because she stood by Captain Marvel on this whole thing and yeah. then over time between the actual event and her own comics you saw that she totally changed her mind about yeah. her and things like that a lot Being of people my perspective, I changed just, her mind on Captain Marvel <laughs> I, I was telling Brandon I don't know that I would say Civil War 2 is a great event by itself but as a prologue to Secret Empire it's Absolutely. fantastic like Absolutely. if you and especially like honestly Civil War 2 because it feels like a prologue to Secret Empire it kind of doesn't work by itself I yeah. do kind of agree with that it doesn't really work by itself but it does work really well if you read the tie-ins there's some great stuff where like Amadeus Cho tracks down Clint Barton to a diner oh, yeah, and he talk. sits with him and uh, he's like I could kill you I thought about coming here and killing Man. you 
I thought about all that, and he, like, deforms down from the Hulk, because he walks in as the Hulk. And he's like, honestly, I'm just really sad, because my friend's gone. And then Clint looks at him, and he's crying, and I'm like, I am too. Yeah. And they both just sit there and quietly... Because didn't, the didn't Hulk ask him to kill him? Like, like if anything, yeah, Bruce, if, Bruce if I even him. look like I'm about to Hulk out, kill me. Right. So that, like, was, that was the whole thing. And so the thing about that that I loved is that we find out later that Steve sent Gamma stuff to Bruce yep. to put him on the table to be considered for a possible future by yep. Ulysses. It's great. Just so that that could happen. And when you put all that spin on the Civil War II events, that Steve is kind of the reason Civil War II is escalating, that's what makes it so great. Well, at the same time, Steve is like, guys, we can't keep doing this exactly. because I remember when we did this before, we can't we can't be fighting. He's exactly. the best Palpatine we've ever had, guys. And, but, he, so good. but he spent so much time. Like That's why I like the, the Civil War II event so much is because Honestly, the event wouldn't have gone the way it did if Steve hadn't been pulling strings all over the place Pulling between the, the Inhumans and Tony, between Bruce and Captain Marvel and everybody else. He was pulling strings everywhere it's to set up the shield. The Chitauri invasions. Yeah, he's yeah, the he's, reason those he's, are happening. He happened. He made those happen. One of the things that I uh, noticed was that going into Secret Empire, you know, one of the big things is that when going into a major event, people want. Like the, the, the storytellers want the heroes to be divided, because that's e it's easier to to, to to conquer them when they're divided. Mm -hmm. The Marvel Cinematic Universe did a very similar thing just recently. Civil War split up the heroes to get to Infinity War, so that Thanos would have an easier time. Mm -hmm. Right. It's kind of the same thing that that they that they did with with Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers split the heroes so that he could, but I mean, that's an event leading into an event. That's just Marvel's problem for a but couple there was of years. Kind of sure, before, sure. before that. Before Civil War Two and Secret Empire, there was there was months before that. Yeah, right. but I mean, but you know, Marvel's problem. We're not going to really get into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. We won't we won't really get into that. But I will say that I think that it being such a thing, like it, you can see Nick Spencer's through line of his story all the way through tie-ins to Civil War Two. Things that were going on with Sam Wilson mm -hmm. at the time were really good to read. Sam Wilson's line was amazing. I really loved reading it through Civil War Two. Stuff with Steve as well. But, like, Sam Wilson's line, especially going through Civil War II, that leads to Secret Empire, is really solid stuff. You said that Taskmaster was a fun... Dude, um, that was so funny. Taskmaster, I, dude, was, Taskmaster awesome. is, like, he's my favorite, like, B-level. Like, I'm just going to show up for a couple minutes, be wacky, kick ass, and say some funny lines. Uh, I, I can't even for remember... For the audience who doesn't know who Taskmaster is. Oh, uh, Tony Masters, Taskmaster. Uh, he has my favorite ability in comics. He has photogenic memory, where if he sees you... Doing a kung fu style, he has it adopted. If he knows, if you know how to be like a sword master, he's adopted it. Anything that he sees, he has memorized, so he can kick anyone's ass. Basically, like he's he has beat the Avengers many times. Like not obviously together, mm -hmm. but uh, him and Black Ant Man, they figure out that Captain America's evil, and they're like, we gotta get rich off this. Yeah, it's really <laughs> funny that these two like low level villain characters they're like, they're come upon the biggest secret in the Marvel universe mm -hmm. and is try it, to sell it to the highest. Is it Eliza bidder. who finds them? Is it or is it Madame? Madame yeah, Madame. she finds yeah. them. She finds them right when they're trying to make a deal with Maria Hill for the information. That's yeah. right. Yeah, and she's like, so instead of just like killing you, you like you want to work for us and like be like the coolest guys on the planet, and yeah. they're like, yeah, we do. Of course yeah. we do. <laughs> right. They're Freaking black and he was like, I was gonna buy an Apple Watch. Oh man. Yeah. When he's like, man. How do you buy an island? And, Are and they I, on Zillow? Are and they? I know we're we're getting closer to the Secret Empire stuff, but yeah. I will just jump ahead to because it's related to the Taskmaster stuff. I love when they let the Young Avengers out. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, so look, we feel like, because the way they hear it is, it's when Odin gets, when Thor gets the hammer. Yeah. And it makes the kakoom sound, and they're like, did you hear that? That sounded like a we're losing boom. <laughs> 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 and they let the guys out. 
out. Like, we, we, know we're we're like, we know that's the end of this. Yeah. <laughs> they let the kids out. Because <laughs> they've done it so many times. They're like, we know when things are turning. Yeah. So they're like, here's the, here's the deal. We're going to let you out, and you don't beat us up. Yeah. <laughs> so, I thought that was. Really I don't. I don't know if I did. I text you guys that, or so I texted one of you guys uh, Taskmaster stuff. But uh, that sounds like a word losing they're, boom. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're they're a fun comic relief. They were. They were Anything really else we want to talk about between? Because Before after Secret Civil Empire. War two, it's pretty much just a beeline to Secret Empire. Yeah. Captain America's plan starts starts really coming to fruition. So yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, he tells Carol because Carol wants to build this oh, big this big. No, uh, let's talk about Zemo. Oh Zemo. Zemo. Let's yeah. talk about Zemo because uh, Zemo. BFF. Uh, in the new reality that Koba created for Captain America, he he thinks that Zemo is his best friend. They grew up together. They were training. They are best friends. Yeah. To him, that there's no is. Yeah. And so he tells Zemo this, and when and he's been telling Zemo this for a long time, and uh, when he lifts on the shield, it's like I'm just I can't do this without you, Zemo. I can't do this without you, helmet. And I'm just to prove that I trust you. I'm gonna turn off the. I'm gonna turn off the. the yeah, he's been, lo- he's been locked up. Because he yeah. tells him this whole story. Where Zemo believes that their reality has been rewritten yes. to be this one, but they used to be best friends. They used to be best friends. Working Hydra together. Mm-hmm. And he even says, like, you know, you you ran Hydra. Why'd you do that? Because you were part of Hydra. You know, your dad your dad really loved you. It wasn't... He was wasn't, a great man. Yeah. And it's all these things Zemo's always wanted to hear. Yeah. But yes. the scene where, um, uh, what's Zemo's dad's de- name again? Baron? Baron. Baron. No, it's um, Heinrich. Heinrich, thank you. Where Heinrich Zemo, he's fighting with Bucky, and he gets his glove stuck, and then the last line he says is, I I love love you, son. And then he flies off and dies. To his death. Which is not what happened. Yeah, but then, of course, Bucky says, hey, I got the trajectory, so (laughs) he's going to land in the ocean where where Baron Zemo belongs. Bucky being all, like, Bucky, not soldier, (laughs) Bucky. And then, of course, like, when uh, Captain America, Steve Rogers, is fighting Zemo, they're, like, whispering to each other, like, as they're... It's fun to see. It's fun to see those flashbacks specifically because mm-hmm. you get to see events that you know Captain America was even at this time manipulating. He even says to Helmet, "He's like, please, I don't want to fight for the side anymore. Let me fight for the right side." Mm-hmm. Uh, or is yeah. he telling Eliza after um, after um, he fights the Red Skull for the first time in the flashbacks, saying, "I just I'm, I want to go away from this war. I'm done." And then she's like, "And then she's like, well, here's your mom." Right. Yeah. She's not dead. <laughs> right. Congratulations. Oh, oh, you awesome. thought I killed her, but no, I, I didn't. But yeah, on the Zemo thing, I did think that was one of the best parts of the story is doing this thing where they took this character who's been wanting to, to hear him. that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hear these things about like his dad and wanted to have somebody like Steve. And now Zemo. And now thinks, it's his dream. Yeah. And now Zemo thinks that this this history was robbed from him. Right. Yeah. What's the scientist who who the super super soldier Sam Erskine? Erskine. Yeah. So Steve is on a Hydra mission to kill Erskine, mm-hmm. but he's just still he's not there yet. He's not there. So he's shoot, he's ready to shoot the pistol, and then Helmet comes in and shoots him for him. He's like, "Don't worry, Steve. The secret's between us. You're still America, Hydra savior. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm your best friend. I love you." I'm like right. this is a weird friendship. But I love yeah, it. and then that's referenced again later when he says like, "Let us do the dirty work. Yeah, you be, you be the Captain guy America. at the top. You be the face. Right, yeah. right. Even once he's the supreme leader, when they're talking about what happens in Las Vegas, yeah, he's like, "Let us do that thing. You have to be we the guy the above it." Yeah. When Madame Hydra, who's revealed to be Eliza Sinclair mm-hmm. uh, in the present, uh, when she forms the new High Council of Hydra. A lot of cool names there. Yeah, I love... Dr. Faustus, the Hive. Uh, uh, man, there's a lot, man. You know what I love? The new Kraken, who the new we Kraken don't is, know when she who's was, under that no. mask. Yeah. 
I really love that she, when she was going off recruiting them, she was offering them a different thing. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I offer you meaning. Oh. I offer you vengeance. Yeah, yeah. I offer, I you, offer you the thing you want. Yeah, yeah, I offer you the thing you want. I'm just reading this and thinking, you are a crafty lady, my yeah, Madam man. Hydra. Hydra, that is some crafty shit right there. Yeah. Yeah, and we finally have a, uh, a, a solid face for Madam Hydra, who has been many characters throughout the mm-hmm. years. Yeah. yeah. And I think this one might stick. I think I... Who knows? I really... I buy, man, like... Her, her love and her her admiration for Steve, and she truly believes like you were going to be the one to save us all, man. Like so, you're you're my Anakin. So let's let's get Secret Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, think, so we're, I think we're diving pretty into it. So in Secret Empire, it's revealed, but by Steve that the history that he knows is the quote unquote real history. Everyone else is wrong. <laughs> the Axis powers won World War Two. He, he thinks that Kovic made him his original self. Yes. And that what happened is the Allied powers in World War II got a hold of the Cosmic Cube and changed it to the history that we know. Right. Uh, so it, the real history is where Hydra won and, and everything is wonderful. And so he's trying to get back to that. Like Steve is displaced in a, like in a different, like, oh, we didn't win this. I got to make that right. Yes. Yeah. And so he's like awakened. And I think that's a really cool motivation for this character. It's a unique look. Instead of just like, oh, I've been brainwashed. Like, no, like, I my entire history has been rewritten. Like, right. That's my entire life. Like, you can't tell me I'm wrong. The yeah. original Secret Empire <clears throat> was Red Skull turned everything Hydra except for Steve Rogers. Yeah. Like, what, what's this world? Yeah. This jo- Very um, 70s, yeah. Was just a screw with Steve Rogers? No, the original Secret Empire was Mark Wade, wasn't it? Mark Wade? There was an original, no, there was an old school Secret Empire. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I do remember there was, I think Mark Wade did a Secret Empire where Hydra, where everything became Hydra. And uh, Steve Rogers was not Hydra, and like it was those Red Skulls' plan was to make Steve live in a world that was controlled by Hydra. That's interesting. I don't know. Maybe because I, that, that sounds like a they Red use Skull. monikers all the yeah. time. So yeah. I do like I do like this that take because normally when you get a character that gets that kind of motivation, you it's just told to you. You know, it's like we don't get a year oh no, up. they got they you know like their reality isn't this, and it's just kind of explained to you. But you're like, oh man, he thinks that everything we know. Is fake, but it's almost believable. You almost kind of buy it. You, yeah. the only reason you don't is because you know from issue two that Red Skull yeah. had yes. Kobic do this. Yeah. Yeah. and if that hadn't happened, you would be questioning the whole event. Absolutely. If this was actually true, and be like, "What if everything is wrong?" Yeah. <laughs> that'd be so. That'd be crazy. Could you imagine like how different this this event would be if it was just, "Yep, that's Steve Rogers, all right." Well, and like Jesus. And Thor, uh, Thor is only with Steve because he's just kind of like. He lifted the hammer. He's yeah. worthy. Why? Robinson? Yeah. I'm not. He's got to be right. That's great. All right. Yeah. So, so the first issue of Secret Empire, or is, or should I say, issue zero? It's the, the culmination yeah. of Steve getting power. So he was just given. Uh, he's the director of Shield. Mm-hmm. He's given this uh, this Shield Act, which gives him unlimited power of the military. If, if they grant it to him under a situation where they feel like they cannot handle yeah. it. They need him in charge, and they want him to be the, the Chitauri guy. Are about and because to invade. because they're getting attacked on multiple fronts, which is the Chitauri invasion fleet coming in, Trillions. and a gigantic Trillions. villain attack in Manhattan, yeah, and an issue with Hydra in Sokovia, yeah, mm-hmm. and because oh, all Zeno three of those stuff, things, yeah. all three of those things are happening at the exact same time, the they're like, is- this is too insane. Steve, you got to take control. You're the only person, and he's like, and he cracks his okay. knuckles, and he's like, you are you guys sure? You really gonna press this button? All right, cool. Hydra one. And you're watching like, 
heroes figuring it out, like Iron Man and Riri Williams. They're trying to get the shield being back where up. they are. Yeah. So like uh, so uh, the Ch- Chitauri invasion, trillions of aliens are coming. Riri and Tony are are trying to fix the shield, and for some reason it, they, they're smart guys. They, the thing should be working, and it's not. But right, bef- but uh, in the middle of the big battle, it suddenly comes up out of nowhere. And like they seem saved, and and the, the the villains of New York, they just they're defeated. And everyone's like, all right, cool, everything's working out. Uh, and it's and then the shield goes online. And all right, cool, and it's great. great. And, it's like, and Captain Marvel's like, all right, cool, we need to get back in, and then cool. put the shield back up. And it's like, sorry, Carol, hey, Steve, I can't can do you, that. Can you open oh. the door? Can you open the door? Steve, can you open the door? Yeah, about that, Carol. <laughs> goes, Does he know Hal Nine Thousand on her? Yeah, totally. Oh, I can't let you in, Carol. Uh, and he's like, we made the shield to keep all of enemies out, and now they are. Bye. Beep. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, this is so good. And, and, and all the he- all the heavy hitters are out there. The guardians, Thor, the guardians, Quasar, Quasar. All, so all stuck. And then we've got New York. Uh, who who's the villain that they use? Uh, Bob. Who, Black Bolt. Black Blackout. 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 Sorry. Black yeah. Right. He's, he's somewhere it's else. In, it's more present in my mind right now. Yeah. Um. So. He's also like a C-list. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Blackout is is used to throw all of New York into the dark dimension. Yeah, so it's literally just a giant bubble. Which which had a ton of heroes in it fighting Basically, all the New York heroes, like all the defenders, all of them. And that was crafty as hell. I was like, oh, man, take a lot of players off the board with that. Doctor Strange is in his own... He can't get out. He's too too strong. He Mm -hmm. just can't get out. And they're using... uh, uh, Sokovia? No, no, no. Oh. They're using um, cl- oh, that clo- cloak, cloak and dagger, cloak? are using uh, yeah, the light uh, that she has uh, to dagger, keep uh, keep people alive. So it is pitch black, and cloak or dagger is literally the only source of light in the entire city. So she's standing on the Empire State Building, just being a sun, right? And it it wipes her out every single night. There's a ton of great tie-in stories related yeah. to this. Uh, I didn't get to read all of them, but Dude, Kingpin is like being a sweet... Kingpin's whole thing ah, is awesome. He's running the, for mayor. Now he's, he's running win. for mayor because all of these people. It's like. Daredevil even comes in. He's like, "Man, what's your angle, Fisk?" And he's like, "I just del- want people to remember because <laughs> he's delivering all these things are undone. Yeah. And I just want people to remember who provide for them." And I'm like, "Damn, you're a genius! This is why you're the kingpin." It's yeah. it's Lex Luthor running for president. That yeah. was that was such a great move. Yeah, it's um. I can't wait to see he, like, that. Play he like out. walks away like saying, "I'm walking on sunshine" or something. I'm like, God. "You are absolutely <laughs> correct in the, the parallels to Star Wars Episode One and Two and Three. Oh, like the Palpatine stuff? Yeah. Totally, dude. It was uh, the sun will come out tomorrow. The sun will come Which out tomorrow. Which is why it was so sinister. Yeah. Because he's like, I know. I know <laughs> somehow this thing's going to come down. Yeah. And when it does, I just want folks to remember. I was That's there. so good. I helped you. I love that stuff, man. And then Sokovia becomes just like a Hydra, Hydra country. Yeah. Just, yeah, this is our base of operations. No one else is here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the exactly. way, I got nukes, so suck it. Because they, yeah. okay. they bring a helicarrier that Faustus has helped them take control of. And oh, yeah. Dr. Faustus, the hypnosis man. I love... The helicarrier designs, the Cthulhu tentacles. So so what launched me into the event right away, like loving it, was how well calculated this freaking plan was. What a great plan. Like, isolate out all your powerful intergalactic heroes in space so they can't get back. Put all your on-the-ground heroes of New York right into the Dark Dimension so they can't get out. You've just... Basically, been handed the world. That's for like ninety-five percent of the, all of your of your heroes. Yeah, you, who do you got left? The majority of them are done. I want to ta- I want to take this moment to to uh, swoon about ultimates because during this time, the maker was on Counter Earth doing his own thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> what's that guy doing? One of the things that I realized was that Counter Earth is still around. That's a Doctor Doom planet, dude. Yeah, so Counter Earth <laughs> is on the other side of the sun, yeah. uh, and it's still going on, still going on. It's yeah. still a planet. And I was waiting, I was reading Ultimates at the time the Secret Empire was happening. I was like, Counter Earth, 
Oh, Not so okay. Bad. <laughs> Apparently, it is just something they keep around for whenever they need it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted to say that. Yeah. So uh, that's that's the, the, the zero issue. All that's how it's perfect how plan. Start up. Yeah. Perfect plan goes through fish and he's like, cool. We won. Cool. And everybody can't believe it. Yeah. It's like, and we, then and then you launch into later. It's and like oh, it's, it's Sharon's more. reaction to finding out. Oh, oh yeah. And they're like lovers. And it's like, Sharon, I know you're not going to understand, but like, hey, I'll hide you, first of all. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to lock you up because I know you're freaking out, girl. We'll talk about it later, okay? Right. Oh. It's um, it's Lois Lane with the Justice Lords. Oh. You remember that episode of, of, of Justice League Unlimited? When, oh, yeah. we, when we meet the Justice Lords? Yeah, where oh, wow. Superman lobotomizes his doomsday and she's like, this isn't you. Oh. And he's like, no, no, no. The Justice Lords universe. When we yeah. see them, the Justice Lords and we and we go to Lois Lane's apartment oh. and she's under house arrest because she doesn't understand why Superman mm-hmm. is doing this. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, like I think it's that. I think it's one year later because they're talking about in school. Like, didn't we learn? No, it's not day? a year. It's a couple months. It's no, a couple months. months. Oh, it's okay. a couple months. That's why it's a little. It's a little jarring because all of a sudden everything is Hydra. Yeah. Right. But I liked that. I liked that we just kind of dove into it. How easy it was for them to take hold yeah. mm-hmm. with that power. And uh, we dive into it, and we know that the heroes the have already... delusion. And I love the heroes already talking about how they've explored every avenue. Like, he's not an LMD. He's not brainwashed. We know that it's not this thing. That's Steve. Yeah. And and them trying to come to terms with it. And I don't I really know if it was... That. If it's Tony or, or Sam, but they're like, I think we got to figure it out. I think it's the Cosmic Cube. Tony. Uh, Tony? Because Sam, Sam decided to walk oh, away. Oh, he quit. Because of all the things... And this is where some of the Ameri-Cop, Civil War II yeah, stuff I love. Stuff, yeah. All this AmeriCop stuff that happened... Which I thought was a great choice. Yeah, he is, he uh, kind of causes Sam to really question if he should be Captain America. And why? What? How effective he's even being as Captain America, and decides, you know what? I need to walk away from it. And yeah. he left just before Secret Empire yeah, started. Yeah, good timing, buddy. <clears throat> he just decided I need to go. He he went nomad. Yeah, essentially. Totally. Can you explain, um, Tony? So yeah, in Civil War Two, uh, and I read a description earlier that made a lot more sense. Uh, I always called this a battle coma, but what happened was he he created a failsafe. So if he was about to die, he put himself into a into a uh, medically induced coma right. to save his organs and save his body. So in case something bad enough happened, he would still be fine. And I don't know how he's supposed to get out of it. And Legacy doesn't explain it either. No, it's still it's still unknown. But uh, he'll come back. But he's no, in a, he's in a coma. But, he created, but he's in Secret Empire. But he created he's in, he's in AR AR construct. Right. So that's he's, he's, uh, that's what cuts. I wanted to explain right, right. because because you've been saying Tony. So just oh sorry, explain. yeah. Tony is back in all aspects except physical form. He's an AI who helps Riri out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still as much a member of the Avengers. Like he's still doing stuff. God, I love the the issue that opened with him where he's sitting there with the birthday cake and he's like, oh, he can't blow out a candle. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I know that was such a funny start to one of these issues because I was still secret empire. You're still in the midst of everything and he's just like, <laughs> yeah, he can't blow it out. Yeah, it was. It, it's interesting. I kind of like the way that Tony stuff played out of Civil War too. I, I only checked out some of it, but how that led to like Ironheart coming up and everything. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Your favorite infamous infamous Iron Man? Well, that's Doctor Doom, baby. She's invincible. No, I mean, let's say you know. Oh, yeah. What came out of? Oh uh, no, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Civil War Two, for giving me Doctor Doom. Yeah, appreciate you. A lot, a lot of cool stuff there. Yeah. So, Secret Empire. uh, Largely, do we think the event worked? Yeah. Yeah, I still, I still kind of want to talk about like some, some choice moments. No, Um, I wanted to use that as an umbrella. Okay, got you. Yeah. Uh, yes, I think this was. I haven't really been into reading main Marvel comics for a while. Oh, I do want to point out, I think it was really funny that um, Spider-Man 
uh, Peter Parker Spider-Man when he shows up in the Secret Empire event he gets one freaking line it's a bad joke oh yeah and I was like I was like this feels like a dig at Dan Slott writing oh, I was no. just like an insensitive jerk now yeah cause he's like hey guys what's going on here I was just doing like this whole thing guess you're all <laughs> Hydra now that seemed kind of insensitive <laughs> And then we don't see him again. <laughs> and you're like, oh. You gotta focus on Miles, I, I guess. Right? I want to say largely, I think, the event almost didn't. But then Omega came out. Mm. Well, I see. And I think Omega, because I, I don't think Nick Spencer landed the event well. I see. Okay. I say, I, I told you, Carl, I think, I think nine and three-fourths of, of, of the entire, uh, the ten issues are good. I just, the final ending with, with Cap coming back, like, I don't know what I was going to expect, but like I kind of just didn't want that. But, it's, it's, but I thought the event more, worked. Besides it's, that, it's more along the lines of we kept getting, we kept getting. It's not this. It's not this. It's not this. It's not this. And then it was this. Yeah, I Omega definitely. If it didn't have Omega, I definitely would be a little more soured on the ending. Mm-hmm. But the journey is more important than the destination. And but that's I the problem. Almost all of this again. Right. The problem with a lot of Marvel events, they very rarely stick the landing. Yeah. I think in recent memory, memory only Secret Wars did. Memory. Secret, so, Secret Wars is the last event I loved this much, and that was two. That was over two years ago. Yeah. And I and I love this. I, yeah. I think that everything that's happened from from Secret Wars because that wasn't long up to standoff. No. It was, that they it started was, building that was, that all that of this. The next like big event. everything, everything that happened after Secret Wars was kind of leading up to this. Was it the next big event? Yeah. Because it ended in January 2016, and standoff. And standoff was, like, was next. Ne- the next couple months. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah, this, yeah. There's so, a lot of story between those then. Right. So like everything after Secret Wars has kind of in some small fashion been yeah. leading up to what feels like Secret Empire is like a punchline to that. Nick Spencer, because uh, he's done a bunch of word balloon podcasts. He's been figuring out this event since January of 2015. So it right. wasn't until like, well over a year. Did he finally implement this stuff? Right. So like it's it's he's been working on it for a while and it really shows. Like this wasn't half assed at all. It all works. No, I felt like this was a very solid event. I think in the, the way that in the way that it, it, it let's let's even just compare it to Civil War Two. Like the reason why I say Civil War Two feels like prologue, I don't feel like Civil War Two captures what the event is about or the characters well in itself of its single issues. Yeah. Secret Empire does. Secret Empire reflects Every, I mean, like, you're benefited from knowing what's going on with Sam, for example. You do. Uh, you're benefited majorly by what happens with Sam and Secret Empire, but you still get the gist yeah. of why all this is happening, and you're following all the key characters you need to be, and it feels solid to them. As an event, I appreciate that they weren't late because they had multiple artists, mm-hmm. but I do think there's a couple of arts, or, or, art issues that are... Yeah. The artist is better than what we got in Secret Empire, um, but I think largely... Uh, who was the one who did Free Comic Book Day? Uh, he did a majority of, of, of the issues. Great. Yeah. yeah, I love his art. Yeah, he did the art when Rick Jones dies, right? Uh, he did. When we see him shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about Rick Jones. Uh, yeah, so Rick, the death of Rick Jones was the moment for me where the event was like, I'm like, I don't really know where this is going, but I'm so on board with this event because it's being so well told, and I love the moment where Steve walks into Rick Jones' cell. And uh, he's like, man, Rick I Jones, don't care. I Rick don't Jones care. is in jail yeah. for the standoff stuff, right? Because he no, 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 no. He's in, he's in, no, he was no, freed up. He he's in what jail he? because he got Selvig's Hydra files, That's and what he it was. sent them along on a phone. That's right. To Tony, mm. uh, not to Tony, to a kid who got it to Tony. Okay. Uh, got it to the underground Mm -hmm. and that's the whole thing that's why Rick Jones has now been put into prison uh, for Hydra and Steve comes in he's like man I don't even care if you believe it just say the words just say hail Hydra and he just sings a song back at him and he's like hey Cap I don't know what this is LMD brainwashing I don't know we've been through this before man I know you're gonna beat it because you're my favorite hero Cap and then it 
goes forward into him getting put in front of the and shooting can't range. Can't even have a frown on. And he just Rick Jones just smiles and shouts "Avengers assemble!" and then he gets blasted, and the art really shows bullets just tore yeah. into his body. I want to real quickly you remind me. Jack Flag references the Guardians of the Galaxy run by Abner and Landing in the first issue. I just want to say that was cool. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then the Guardians are at his funeral. Oh yeah. 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 I thought that was cool. Yeah, okay, that anyway. Was, that was it's, it's, it's cool. It's a cool, nice little callback. <coughs> yeah, because we did that as one of our book clubs. Yeah, it's fun. Right. Rip, rip. Callback. I remember that. He represented the and Steve Rogers Captain America number one. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's back. back to... Uh, um, so Ultron's in this for some reason. Is it st- it's still... You mean it, Hank Pym? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, he hates when I call him Ultron. Sorry. Right, yeah, no. That, that's what I thought was so fun about yeah. that, is how the moment when Tony's like... That's the most Hank Pym thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I wasn't buying this whole I'm not Ultron thing yeah. until you said that. Yeah. And that was the most... That's good. That was I'm so sur- funny. I'm so surprised that that Hank Pym as Ultron thing has stayed because that's an original graphic novel that they came from. That's a, that's a very, joint. Very, very rarely have those stuck in continuity. That, uh, funny enough, like, yeah, that, that book was out of continuity and they just like, hey guys, we're just going to... Usher it in. It's Rage of Ultron. It's Rage of it? Ultron. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was really excited for the sequel, Rave of Ultron. Oh, it's, it's, it's a blacklight. <laughs> I, I really liked that issue. I, I really liked how he made the two sides sit down at a table. Yeah. And a lot of this ultimately comic, decide to give the piece to Scott Lang. Yeah. A lot of the uh, uh, the a lot of this journey is like a quest for cosmic cube fragments. Yeah. Which I didn't realize that was, it was going to be a Dragon Ball episode. Right. <laughs> Where we're just trying to find the Dragon Balls and Tony invented I guess that's why I loved it yeah, so much. Yeah, Tony invented a scouter or a right, Dragon yeah. Ball finder. Except he didn't. Except he did. He just wanted to inspire hope. But yeah, that, that Hank Pym episode is great because you have crazy Ultron Hank Pym and then robot Tony Stark and they're just bickering at each other. I'm like, this is, this is funny. This is great. You, bo- you both have lost your lives. Yeah, they're both. <laughs> right. I thought, I thought it was funny because I did think that while Hank Pym was being psycho- psychotic, he had, he had a good point. He had a good point about even... I think that was the one moment where somebody to Steve called him out on, like, even in your way that you think this is right, you realize everything here is still wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not saying before was right either, but this isn't right either. Let's talk about what was going on in that weird headspace thing. Oh, Vanishing Point? Oh, I see what you're talking about, where... where When we see Red Skull and and Bearded Cap... Cap That's inside Kobik, right? Yeah, that's inside Kobik. Is that the Vanishing Point, or... Because I've heard that's what they're from. Okay, it can't be the Vanishing Point, because that's a DC thing. No, but that's literally on the cover of Marvel titles. It says the Vanishing Point, so... Really? It's called the Vanishing Point. Weird. There are are, uh, variants that say Vanishing Point on it. Weird. I wouldn't say it unless I mean. Say, I mean, yeah. it's it's implied that it's the same place that we see all the heroes transported to through generations. I think it it is. It's implied yeah. that it's that same kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I really like that. I I mean, like this actually leads into the ending, which you know. Uh, okay, so like you know, <laughs> I understand. I, I how do I word this? Yeah. I understand why people don't like original Steve kind of coming back the way that he does. Mm-hmm. But there's something about it where I think, I don't think there was a better way out. Like really, like when they set up this way, like what other yeah. option? Because because there was no version. Here's the thing: like, you can call it kind of cop outy, but I don't think there was any other way to write the story to believably make me feel like the heroes and the world could acknowledge Steve as Steve post this, even if they knew without a physical representation of the fact that, like, yeah. these are two different Steves. And we see in Omega, when he's trying to help someone, they 
flinch because yeah. even the average person right. isn't going it, to know. Exactly, exactly. But it, it's at least... So, like, the consequences are still there, but I at least believe they can be overcome. Yeah. Whereas if it had just been, like, you know... My memories are a, back. My, a mind wipe, and then Steve is back in that body. That it, like, like, Steve comes back, but he's in the Hydra uniform, and somehow the world is supposed to buy that this is still our Steve. Yeah. I feel like... Yes, you could make that happen, but I wouldn't buy it. No, it is it is weird because, you know, if that second issue hadn't happened and we are and we are just questioning whether or not what's the right reality and what's going on, then I think that's a different story because you get a lot of morality of That'd like be a much longer reveal. Yeah. Right? yeah, 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 yeah. You got yeah. a much you got a much different would, uh, morality would play going on. Have been a really good reveal if 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 it that if, it's it's it, if they. If all this Hydra stuff wasn't found out until way later, right? If it, it'd be, it's interesting to think about the fact that if the second issue had not revealed that Red Skull had done this, then we watch all of it thinking, "Oh my God!" For like a year and a half, yeah, Steve might have always been Hydra, and it's the flashbacks, or not flashbacks, but this uh, headspace thing, as yeah. you said, that we're seeing through the Secret Empire things. That is the real Steve trying to come back. And in that case, maybe the ending would have landed better. But people might have been more upset reading through the event. Absolutely. I think so. But what I wanted to get at, um, if that wasn't the case, you know, and having Steve Rogers... Because you're right. How else are you going to have Steve Rogers come back? Because you get you got to this point where it's like, it can't be the, the normal things that we... It's not an LMD. It's not a this. It's not a that. It's got to happen in some different way. And unfortunately, that different way happens to be just something that right. needed and the to key, happen. The key to me is that it's not so much for me that Steve needed to come back this way for the heroes or for the readers. It's for the world in the comics. Mm -hmm. That they the only way I can believe you to tell me any future stories where they look at Steve like they used to, ever, is that they would have had to have some physical representation of it. Yeah. Because if they didn't, it'd be really hard to come back from this. Even if you know and the other heroes know, it'd be really hard to make a world where we feel like Steve could be acknowledged that way. Like, honestly, if Steve had just gotten his memories back while in the Hydra Cat body, I would think that the only solution is they'd have to put him off of Earth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, Steve would just Hulk become it. a galactic agent. Planet no, Captain I mean, America. He would, just, he would just become, like, a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy or something Turn because he could not... He couldn't stay on Earth. Into Nick Fury Nobody or would Bucky want Barnes. him on Earth. People would want him dead. Bucky Barnes is still the man on the wall. I don't know if he is anymore. No, he is because they reference it in the first. In they the first do, beginning but if you read Jason Aaron's Thor, you see a man in chains that looks like Nick Fury. No, because he remember the Watchers chained Nick Fury to be the new Watcher of Earth. Yeah, and that's his punishment. But he's not, and that's why Bucky became the man on the wall because Nick Fury could no longer be the man on the wall. Right. I just don't know if like at this point, like after Secret Empire, I don't know if that status is still jumping. Okay. Jumping back in Secret Empire, the part where Zemo plays the message from Cap to Bucky while he's strapped to the ship. That was brutal. Oh, man, like, hey, everything... You know. And he's like, turn it off. Turn it off. And then Zemo's oh. like, what? You don't want to hear words from your best friend? Oh, God. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to hear this lovely message he made for you? And he's like, that's not Steve. Mm -hmm. I will say, man, is like... That rivalry that they created between Zemo and Bucky was so good. Coming out of this, oh, having... Yeah, rival friends, yeah. Coming the, out of the this... The Thunderbolts where Zemo <clears throat> comes after him. Mm -hmm. That oh. Thunderbolt stuff's great. Coming out of this, having Zemo... And Hydra having this kind of new motivation of we were robbed of our history right. is really powerful. Because this is the first time that they've seen that they won and they were right. I truly wonder what Zemo will feel because, and again, this is another reason why I kind of do like the ending. He has physical evidence that this might have been wrong. Mm -hmm. yeah. So he's now been played in two ways and can no longer process what might be real. 
So which Steve is real and all that becomes a huge question yeah. mark for him. Yeah. I gotta say, uh, this final battle, this looks like straight up like Civil War II John Cassidy with all the scales. Yeah. Like the OG cap. And it's a good battle and you have multiple references to Civil War and there's a scene where he like, it's Captain America walking up to Thanos so it's referencing a lot of old Captain America battles. And I think that's awesome. And I think it's I really did like that too. I liked how they referenced like we, straight up this is the only way this is the only way it could be done is by watching him do it as he'd always done it before and you saw uh Sam walking up was it Sam or Bucky? When? Walking up it was Sam walking up towards Hydra Hydra Cap. Oh Sam's yeah, and he walking gave him up the to cube? when it cuts to Thanos. Oh yeah, yeah. And he gives him the cube. <clears throat> Cause he's saying And that's what was so great is I love Sam Wilson being Captain America. Yeah. And how it was his perspective on the event that really put things where it needed to be. I thought that was so great because if you were reading Nick Spencer's Sam Wilson run, you were watching him the whole time kind of question whether he should have kept the shield and all these kind of things because Steve was so on board with it and yes, yeah. until he was... And everyone kept telling him, like, Captain America chose you, dude. You right, until he, was, until he was rewritten and behind the scenes he was playing against Sam. But yeah. but that was, that was the call and Sam knew that they needed this so Sam tried to live by Steve's example against Steve and ultimately is what brings Steve back, which is yeah. why ultimately looking at all of Nick Spencer's stuff, I do think the, the ending works. I think it is bettered because of Omega. Yeah. Omega is so good. <laughs> I just want to say, you know, I like the reveal of the hammer. Oh, yeah. And how he changed the hammer. And then when Steve is like, here, let me try. Yeah, got him. <laughs> yeah, was so good. Bong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. I didn't even talk about my my. Can we talk about our favorite moments? Yes, yes, absolutely. So my favorite moment is from I believe issue five when Captain America meets up with with the ambassador from UTN, Beast, and he's like, "Listen, Beast, I've heard some things. Some of your people are being crazy. It's need you to settle down." And Beast is like, "Is this? Are you are you like threatening me? Like, why'd you bring me? Why'd you bring me in front of this hammer? Like, do you like? Uh, what's the quote exactly? It's like, um, does it ever does it ever hard like?" the need to, like, play God when you have this hammer. There's a temptation to play God. The temptation to, to play God, and Steve's like, do you think I need the hammer for that? And he just gets onto the helicopter. Because once he picked up the hammer, he dropped it and never touched it again, because that's more of a right, symbol. Right, he just left it sitting there. He doesn't need it. That's how powerful he is. And that 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 was, like, that got me. I was like, this is, this guy's unstoppable. Let's use, let's use favorite moments as, as final thoughts so we yeah. can get into our more of a legacy. Um, oh. uh, sure. I did want to tail back off that real quick mm -hmm. before we do that. Um, something that I did also love about this. Oh, event. Zorn's in this because book of, too. Because <laughs> of how he talked about the stuff with Beast, uh, the X Men and the mutants all feeling like they had the ideal version of their world in a way. Yeah, they won. They were they were where they wanted to be as their own respected kind of thing, and now they don't have it. But they're gonna want it back. Yeah. And Emma Stone, who is the secret leader behind Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Emma Emma Frost Emma was the Frost, secret leader yeah. of all these X Men, and now she's real pissed about it. She's right. like, we had we had we had heaven, and how I, I kind of want it back. So it looks right. like she's gonna yeah. be a little more. I, yeah, think a people, I think that's a really great place to have left all the mutants after this. A lot I of really people like are coming that. out of this event in a really cool place, in a new place, yeah, in a, in a place that that hopefully writers will take advantage of and move forward. Um, yeah. It was really great. Uh, who wants to start with favorite moments? Well, he did, well, I he did mine. His, yeah. so, I have I have two things I want to talk about because I hadn't gotten to talk about them yet. One is um, I think I think one of my I'm not gonna say it's my favorite moment because I really like that Rick Jones moment. Um, I really love the whole story of Miles with Black Widow and him choosing. Oh, we didn't not talk to, about any of that stuff. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, Black Widow Miles, the champion. Miles choosing not to. She's training kill a bunch of assassins. <laughs> the kill. fact that the fact that he was right there and could have and didn't. 
And I thought that was so great. That's a good character moment. And she looks at him and she's like, and she locks him up. And she's like, I look at you, Miles, and I don't see a killer. Right. Like, that's so good. I really, really like that. And then look what happened to her. All all the story with Black Widow and the kids I thought was really good, but I love how the Civil War II, like, future C payoff was, uh, because I just love Miles' character. I really loved the the way that was handled, Miles' choice to not, because obviously going into that scene, you were questioning a lot of what was going to happen. Like, is he going to go Captain America? Yeah, I mean, that was was probably, in many ways, that was a very anticipated moment in Mm -hmm. Secret Empire, because you knew it was coming, and you were like, how is it going to go down? The other thing I want to talk about is a Secret Empire tie-in that happens just before the Zero issue, which is that Phil Coulson finds out that Cap is Hydra, and he's trying to contact people, but before he can get anywhere... Captain America just contacts Deadpool and says, I need you to kill Phil Coulson, no questions asked. Mm -hmm. And Deadpool says, all right, Cap, because you're Captain America, and he hunts him down. And Phil knows the whole time that he's like, I just got to get somewhere where he can't kill me because he's like, I can't win a fight. Yeah, I can't fight Deadpool. Against Deadpool. Once he figures out it's Deadpool after him, and he gets to this place, but Deadpool's got his arm right through the door with a gun. And Phil's like, you got to understand, Steve's been Hydra this whole time. He's he's gonna he's gonna ruin the world. He's gonna destroy everything. And he's like, I want to listen to you, Phil. But honestly, how many times has anybody ever stood on a side against Captain America and been right? Mm-hmm. And then he shoots him right in the chest. Yeah. And then Cap comes down and he says, uh, you know, Deadpool says to him, "Am I gonna ever find out what this was all about?" And he's like. Sometime, but not tonight. And then Deadpool's just he's like, looking, he's gonna be like, you, and Deadpool's see. just looking at the shattered glass, and something in him broke that day, which we see later referenced in Legacy. I yeah. love that. It, yeah. it was such a good issue, such a good issue. Because it's not often that you see Deadpool like have emotion. I mean, he has emotions, but like, all no, of Original good. Sin was yeah. him having emotions. Yeah, there were some. I mean, yeah, a lot of character. A lot of times when they decide to kill a character, I thought they handled it really well. The yeah. death of Phil, the death of Rick, the death of Jack. The death of Black Widow. I thought all these deaths were handled so well, yeah. so deftly. Oh, then. Casey says something uh, really interesting. Um, when Jack Flag is buried, he, she says he might come back. Right? Sometimes they come back. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so sad. I Kathy, thought that was Kathy re- says that. Kathy. Kathy. Kathy that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Casey. Uh, favorite moments. Favorite moments. I didn't. I didn't talk about Omega at all. But like, I just love that entire conversation. Let's Let's talk about Omega just right. Yeah, because I think bit. that's important. Yeah, uh, and we've we've touched on Omega kind of saves the event in, yeah. in, in a lot so, of ways. So Omega, for anybody who maybe is listening to this and didn't read, but wants That's to crazy. for some reason. So Omega is, you know, at the end you get our true Steve and then this new Hydra Steve have become two separate I'm glad beings. they kept him on the board. Yeah. Because I think so that's glad. really they, interesting. They become these two separate beings and this whole Omega issue is a conversation between the two of them. It's, a, it's, it's and a... And it's really powerfully effective when you look back to see how Hydra Cap views everything mm-hmm. and how that's pitted against Steve is really good yeah uh, yeah. The, no, the, I, the final moments of the guards coming in to like change him or to get him out and, and then one of the guards Hydra. whispers hail Hydra and he just smiles yeah. like yo man we're gonna get like I don't want him to be called Captain Hydra but I really <laughs> really want evil Captain America to be like a main player like the maker like the maker yeah, yeah. evil Reed Richards totally yeah. no, my, I, think, I think honestly my favorite moment was when he lifts the hammer because look, it's so it, it's so early. Which, which time the the time when he does it evil or yeah, the, the time evil, when he does the it evil. against his evil. Oh, that's version. what I'm saying. That's what I was I like getting that to. One. Bam. <laughs> no, that's what I was getting to because when because that whole issue, that whole free comic book day issue, is a lead up, essentially just a lead up to the moment where he lifts the hammer and you just and all the heroes, the the narration. That was the day we found out we lost. That's when we found out we that, were worthy because that was the day that we were not worthy. Yeah. yeah. I that, was, that was that was so good. That was really powerful. Oh my god! No, that that was my favorite part. 
Okay. Just read that part because um, Ryan, you were telling me about this, and you even sent. You kept telling us about like, dude, the art in this, the art in this is amazing. Sorrentino, baby. And, and I finally got the free comic book day issue for Secret Empire. I picked it, I found it. I'm like, I'm reading this. And I get to that part. That part where it's just black and white, or the, um, not black and white. I'm sorry, blue and red, and it's. Um, Steve's hand reaching for the hammer. This this part right here, yeah, where yeah. he's walking to it. Everyone is fighting each other, and then he just lifts up the hammer, and everyone's like, "We're done. We lost. Just, they were stronger. We're they were more powerful. They were worse. It's like we are done. But to be, I didn't want to interrupt you guys because you just listening. You guys talk about this was amazing. Well, I think we're coming to the end of it because we we got to get into yeah. our book club, uh, and uh, we we have a lot to do tonight. We had a book club. Yeah, I thought this was the book club. Mar- Marvel Legacy is the book. Oh, club. okay. I didn't have Phew. you read that for nothing, buddy. <laughs> Bullet dot. Final thoughts? Do you have uh, Ben give yeah, anything that to was, say? That we was, I was going to say, I was, I was say um, the lead-up yeah. to Secret Empire was, to me, worth it more than... Because, to me, Secret Empire was like, this is where Cap reveals that he is Hydra, but I enjoyed reading him playing Double Agent more. Um, him trying to kill um, Rick Flagg, but then he doesn't have to. Him playing, Jack Flagg. Damn it! You're him trying to play it. Jack... Him, um, t- like, when Taskmaster finds out that he is Hydra and he tells Marie Hill, and then Maria's like, yo, Rick, get this out. And he's like, please hold. Yeah, yeah. And all the stuff, the flashbacks with um, Steve growing up at the Hydra Keep where that one doctor says, hey, he should be euthanized, but then says, no, no, he's a good student. Let's, let, let's keep him alive. Him Even Eliza gro- says he's the saver of Hydra. Yeah, and him groveling to the Red Skull, but also plotting with Selvig of, like, we're going to kill him. Yeah. We're going to take him. And that's, he's bad Hydra. We're good Hydra. But the scene that just got me when I was reading when he, what after, this was after um, the X-Men took the brain of Xavier, or Xavier's mind away from Red Skull, where he was, <laughs> where he goes out. Um, oh, sin- can I touch on this real quick? Please do. Because uh, Sparks sent us a message. Hey, why does Red Skull have Xavier's brain? Because <laughs> <laughs> where I jumped, I went really far back in the comics, but apparently not far back yeah. enough. Because I was like, "How did what?" <laughs> That's Remender's Uncanny Avengers. Uncanny right? Avengers. And I, but I'm glad that you guys informed me because I love the way that it ended when they sent uh, the Uncanny Avengers after him. It was a really good payoff. Yeah, because in, in Remender's Uncanny Avengers, it's revealed after Xavier dies. Red Skull puts part of parts of his brain so that he can use mind control. The end of that first issue has Professor has Professor X on a on a gurney with his with his head like like you see his empty brain. Yeah. It was like that. Like his empty skull cavity. Empty skull cavity. Yeah. Like that's an extreme. That's why it becomes red onslaught. Yeah. Axis. I just accepted it. I, at that point, I just accepted it. Comic books. Yeah. Comic books. Yeah, comic books. Like when when we first saw the the panel of him coming and saying, "Hey, I was like." There's something going on there, comic yeah. books, but yeah. that's neither Guys, here nor there. Uh, Punisher being a Hydra agent is really cool. Ugh. And now he feels all... He's now pissed. he's pissed. And I'm going to kill all the Hydra agents yeah, now. Yeah. Well, no, but he's like, oh, it's Captain America. It's yeah, the same thing yeah. as Civil War. But, but, but yeah. after it was revealed that it wasn't really Cap, he's yeah. like, betrayed by a man I thought I could trust. Yeah. yeah. And now he's War Machine, so it's all good. He's War Machine? He's going to be War Machine. Okay. Yeah. It's weird. No, oh, God, what was I saying? You like... You like the... No, you like comics. No, I, I do like comics. It was the lead, the to me the lead of like the one the scenes that just made me just go oh shit was when um Captain America is in the same room with the Red Skull right after um the X Men took Xavier's mind out and he's saying you are loyal to me and then oh, yeah. Captain America turns and says am I actually he's like <laughs> I am loyal to Hydra I am not loyal to you you took it. And of course, you deformed it. No, Red Skull is even crying for Sin, his daughter, Crossbones, his two most loyal compatriots this entire time. And he, and literally, Captain America just shoves him off of a ledge. He dies. He walks in. 
And both Sin and Crossbones are at their knees saying, Hail Hydra. And Sin looking up saying, Was it quick? It was. Pity. That's a shame. I'm yeah. like, You <laughs> evil conniving bitch. Oh, he's great. Yeah, man. So good. Oh, just that Ow. part right. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Headphones. Just that part right there just got me up. I like just the build up and him saying, like, I'm going to keep playing both sides. Yeah. And. Yeah, I, I just like the I like the build up. Sadly, where I was reading the books, I could only get to issue nineteen, which really sucked. There was only issue nineteen. Remember, we had this whole talk how like oh, yeah, they yeah. combined both Captain America. Books. It, it was it, issue twenty five was uh, follow up to issue twenty four of oh, Sam Wilson. Okay. Sam Wilson. Oh, yeah. okay. Steve yeah. stops at nineteen. Yeah, because okay. yeah. Sam Wilson was always during that time the true Captain America. Yeah. Yep, you're but right. This part, but me just reading these, I want to go find the trades for Hydra Cap for Steve Rogers Captain America. I'm sure there'll be an no. omnibus. Oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure there is because oh, yeah. I want this with Secret Empire all in one thing. You need to read the <coughs> Sam Wilson stuff if you didn't. It's okay. It's, it's a really, great it's companion really piece to all okay. this. Go ahead, Brandon. So are we all good? We, we think you didn't say your favorite moment. I did. Yeah. The hammer. Oh, the hammer. Thing. Yeah, mine was the hammer man. Yeah, mine was uh, also yeah. the hammer too. Uh, are we doing any other final thoughts on it? No. I, I final thoughts are just I really, really enjoy this book a lot. So okay, so final thoughts. I want to ask a question then. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Um, is this an event? That people who were upset with should give a shot. Absolutely. Definitely. It's going to take you some time to read, but I think so. This put me back on track with wanting to read current Marvel comics. Yeah. I'd been off of them for this a long time. This is the stuff that I've been loving. Like, obviously, like, infamous Iron Man and stuff, but, like, right, right. Steve Rogers has been, like, a major component for my Marvel life. Like, there, there are a ton of lines now that I'm going to go back and check them out because I liked what I was seeing happening later. Please read Ultimates. Yeah, we talked about this, but there's there's a whole bunch of stuff here that I like what's happening, so I think I would like what was happening before it, and I'm interested to see what's going to happen now because of the things that happened around this event, yeah. how they built this event, a lot of the characters, a lot of the tie-ins I enjoyed, so it's there's a lot of good stuff here. Man, I wish you wouldn't last because you gave me a really good segue for Legacy. Huh. You know what's funny is uh, <laughs> I have more of a of a hopeful future after uh, Secret Empire than I kind of do Marvel Legacy. So I I agree. I think that you know if you didn't like this, if you if you had the initial thought of this wasn't good, this was this is terrible. You know what? If you've read it and you don't like it, fine. That's totally fair. That's fair. But if you haven't read it and you had the if reaction you, on the internet, if you think Captain America's a Nazi, he's not. That's not what the story's about. Read no. it. It's good. No, if, the, if you haven't if you haven't read it and you only had the reaction on the internet. Please give it a shot. I think you would find that it's actually uh, a very good event. And no. if you think we're wrong, call us out on it. Yeah, please yeah. do. Now, I was going to say, if you are one of the many people who have given the writers a lot of backlash... And just oh, yeah, say, please stop sending death threats. Yeah, stop sending death threats. It, it, just read the story, because it's very interesting. It's, it's, it's just one of those great, like, what if Captain America was Hydra the whole time? But and it, please I, stop I, sending death threats to Ben. Yeah. <laughs> what did I do? I'm reading for... for I'm yeah, I know, I know. But just, like, when I found out that Captain was Hydra, I'm like, okay, I know comics, and of course a lot of people don't, oh, necessarily. Oh, man. So I was working at the store at the time. Yeah, and so you, kind of kind of go with this. So people part. would come in so pissed off about this, and I, I have the cynical view of, the next issue is explained, and it's, gone, it's done by next year. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Just, like, just wait. Read what's going to happen. Something amazing could come out of this, and I believe Like Ryan something, said, it's yeah, the journey. and something did. The journey was the destination. Just... Everything that led up to Secret Empire was worth it. Now, I I don't know what will... Did you want to say something no, before I'm, I... Okay. Um, I don't know what will happen now, but what I think really sold me on a whole with this whole event is that everything starting from like Secret Wars to Standoff felt like this was all repercussion to it. All of this was consequences for everything that happened before. 
And I didn't feel like at the end of this event there weren't consequences still. Mm-hmm. Like, even for Steve, I think there are still consequences. Well, and see, that makes me happy about Actually, this I event. did want to touch on that because at the end of 12, what is it, 12? 10. 10. At the end of 10, I feel it, it felt like slate's clean, we're all good. Omega is what changed that. Is what changed that, sure. Yeah. 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 And I get that because 10 had to kind of tell that end, but yeah. Omega's part of it, and Omega is what makes it clear there's consequences for yes. all this. When Ed Brubaker was doing The Winter Soldier and he brought back Bucky after 50 years, there was a very similar reaction. Yeah. We're, I think we're a little too young, but like if we were on the internet like heavily involved in the time, like there's, it's the same reaction. Like, this is stupid. It's an old character. Keep him dead. It's one of the greatest characters we have right now. Um, I personally, I think this is one of the best Steve Rogers or Captain America runs, maybe not, not in forever, but like this, I think this is going to be remembered in a, in a couple decades. Wait till next month with Mark Wade and Chris Hanley. That's another one I'm so stoked for. Oh my gosh. All right. So that's going to be it. That's going to be it for this. Uh, well done everyone. Hell yeah. We're always positive apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. Uh, so no, we, this book sucks. <laughs> so our, our book club for this week is another community book club. Uh, I just remembered one thing. Hell, can keep I do it going. real quick? I'll Bring it up. All day okay, long. so in Secret Empire, I will say that I do think there was one big flaw in the story I didn't like. Mm-hmm. It was very unclear what exactly the Red Skull was hoping to do with Steve. Oh yeah, I it never really came, but it never really came to any kind of clear point. He just kind of kept appearing as a Palpatine to like be like, "Hey, I just checking that you're still evil now." I think, okay, good. But like, um, he didn't have something in place. It never felt like he had something in place that Steve ruined. I think that's. I think, I think yes, but I think that's just to show you that Steve's better than him, and that's why he ended up just replacing. Which him. I, which I don't need to see like a whole play. It just didn't feel like he had anything. It felt like he was just sitting around waiting to have his yeah. confrontation. With and to be Steve. fair, like he was not involved in Secret Empire at all. So like, if you didn't know anything, right? Which like, is all the more reason why I'm like, I feel like there needed to be something because if you read Uncanny Avengers, he literally was just sitting in the mansion. <laughs> yeah. No, he's he's right yeah. though because Red Skull's whole motivation is I'm going to die in a couple of issues. And the only reason, the only reason why I have an issue with that is because it is Red Skull who makes him this way. That's true, yeah. And so I wish there had been a little bit more of a through line of what he had been thinking, even if we didn't see it come out. Yeah. yeah. I got you. I can understand yeah. that. That's, that is my one problem. I just don't it. think he was maybe smart enough to think Captain America would be better than him. Sure, sure, but I mean... Or he didn't think he'd lose his brain. Still still wanted there to be some idea there. Yeah, I can, I can get that. Uh, so that's going to be it. That's gonna be it. Uh, next. Actually, one more thing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just want to see your face. Kill all of you. <laughs> the book club this week is another community book club, but we decided to do Marvel Legacy number one. Uh, we did Rebirth. Was a, our first episode was uh, yeah, DC, DC Universe Rebirth. Rebirth. Yeah. Hell yeah! Uh, so Marvel Legacy number one for our last episode. What? Whoa. No, 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 no. 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 Three you, mean, you mean Marvel Rebirth? Uh, <laughs> I, Marvel I wish. Rebirth. Mar- I wish. Hold on. Marvel Diet Rebirth. Yeah. Mm. Marvel Rebirth. Marvel Light. Light. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, what do we all think of Marvel Legacy number one? Uh, I like parts. I like. Yeah, there are parts of it. Like, man, the- we were so excited about Hydra Cap and Worlds. Like, nah. dude, I was. I was devastatingly excited for Marvel Legacy. Yes, you were. Because of Secret. I was, too. As I was getting up to it, because I'd finished Secret Omega, I was like, man, yeah. what's happening now? And oh. a lot of the through lines... <laughs> Go ahead, man. No, I, I like how they introduced the um, Avengers 1, billion, 1 million D- BC. Mm-hmm. DC, good lord. I, yeah, <laughs> I cannot I think... talk today, apparently. But my favorite part of that whole book was Deadpool in the bathroom. Yeah. Just him. If you've read that issue... That was so poignant. That one page just, for me. Just, is, that, just is that the same? Hurt. Is that the same like room that it happened? It's unclear to me, but it it's might like be. It's like a bathroom. It looks like it. It looks like it could be the but same place he, he killed him. He's just staying there, like praying. And he's on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, he's on the toilet praying. And of course, three cops are outside, and they just unload. He's, he's not praying. He's confessing. Yeah, yeah. he's confessing. 
and he's getting shot at. And of course, he's saying, "Thank you, Father. Can I have another?" Yeah, yeah. So the uh, the the different the main difference between Marvel Legacy number one and DC Universe Rebirth number one is that DC Universe Rebirth, and we talked about this before we we started recording, is that fundamentally it is about Wally West coming back to life. Right. They yeah. both they both have the same central construct and premise, but. DC Rebirth actually the characters tied to the actual story whereas yeah. the narrator's just narrating in this one right this one is just kind of things are happening various vignettes which are some some of them are interesting oh, some of them totally are not cool. I think the Avengers 1 million BC totally works and I would buy the shit out of a Jason Aaron Avengers I really, 1 I really million BC book I really one of those the weekly Avengers books cause like I want more of those guys I yeah I, I hope that we see something strong with I that. hope you don't see the last Ironheart doesn't get the line right for oh, Avengers Avengers what's the line again and yeah. then and the moments pass and, Avengers. Jane, and Jane Foster is just like I prefer it more if it involves smiting yeah. I, I like that with those characters because I've liked them through the run <laughs> but I didn't like since we're kind of touching it in character moments I didn't like uh the Sam Wilson Jane Foster thing where they're uh, kissing and I'm gonna touch on this just because no. I read all of the Sam Wilson run and the Sam Wilson run it's very clear that him and Misty Knight have got a good thing going it's weird. and it really works it really 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 works yeah. and the fact that that just kind of got tossed aside really I don't like it Sure, yeah. yeah. Especially because, like, Misty Knight is now a prevalent character, like, in the show, like, TV show. Like, people know who she is. Yeah, so yeah. Mark Wade was totally building up Thor and, and Falcon, Falcon Cap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's weird. So it's two budding romances going on at the same and, time. And honestly, like, Nick Spencer's was better. Sure. Yeah. Like, they're I, just, yeah. there, there was more going on. It was more interesting to watch because you've got Misty Knight telling him all the time, like, trying to get him to the point where he acknowledges why he should be Captain America as a black man. Mm-hmm. And that can only be said by Misty Knight. Yeah, um, I liked uh, I liked that Robbie Reyes was a pretty prominent. Character. Yes, yeah. that was really cool. It was really cool that he was such a focal point when we started. I was like, dang, neat! He right out a, the gate, I he like is this. A character that has a that had not had a good series in a while. Uh, no, none of the series sold, even the no. good one. Like uh, that, yeah. yeah, it's unfortunate. So I was happy to see him back. And interestingly enough. He exhibited a power that only the Spirit of Vengeance can 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 do. He doesn't have the Spirit of Vengeance. He has the demonic uh, spirit of his uncle. Right. Um, yeah. He uses the penance stare. He shouldn't be allowed to. So I found that very interesting. Yeah, there's, there's I, a I think question there of how that's developing. Because it seemed like, oh, I've never done that before. So maybe, like, he's... Eli, is that his name? The, the evil uncle? Yeah. He's becoming a spirit of vengeance? Possibly. Maybe? No, I liked how even when Robbie Reyes uses the spirit, the penance stare, he's like... Wait, was that the penster? When can I do that? Today. Yeah, he shouldn't. He shouldn't be yeah, able shouldn't. to. Uh, also, a star brand, not a bad guy. Don't know why he, he's like. Yeah. Oh, I have to kill you now. I'm like, oh, yeah. in, I think Hickman's I, run. He was like a quirky teenager. Well, it seems like the whole idea was that what he saw, he understood better than the others. Yeah, and so like, he's like, I know that the way this ends is bad. So everybody has to die before it happens. No, I. And I if get you that. go and you see, we all die. Yeah. And that's that's I think like I think it's one of those like. He saw something that put his mind so far he went mad. Yeah, that makes sense. That's just, how I feel. It, that I get that. It's just hard for me. Like it totally makes sense, but like because it's like crazy cosmic stuff. But he's the star brand. He's like he's the most powerful fi- pa- person in on the planet. Sure. It's just like I feel like in uh, some he's way, like a teenager. In some <laughs> way, all of these Marvel vignettes tie back to Avengers One Million BC. Yes, I do. Yeah. Um, Robbie Ray, being the Legacy most recent Ghost Rider, um, Star Brand. Uh, Thor, Loki uh, sending has... back the frost giants to get the mm-hmm. and that's thingy. What, that's what Infinity I think. Stone, let's yeah, let's talk about stuff. let's talk about Wolverine. Oh yeah, that's oh, right. I ain't dead anymore. Been coming they back brought back cool. a, a young man, Logan. <laughs> him driving I think it's big... been a good enough time. Like they didn't bring him back immediately. It's been a couple years. 
Him nobody driving... nobody thought he was going to stay dead that long. He honestly stayed dead longer than I thought he would. Absolutely. He did, definitely. Him driving a beer truck. I think it was a really good call to leave him out of all the Secret Empire time. Mm-hmm. I think that was Could a good choice. Could you just imagine him just like randomly showing up? Like, why? So yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think he has something to do with the Phoenix. Yeah. Because like I was talking to you, like Wolverine, like he is not a guy who goes after Infinity Stones. That's not his prerogative, so it's got to be something Phoenix-related, maybe. Yeah. Jean Grey saw him, so... Uh, and who was the person that jumped off the rainbow bridge? We can't tell. We don't know. <laughs> Unless... I, I really liked that, by the way, before we move too yeah, far. Yeah. I really liked that moment of... Uh, Jean Grey? Of Jean Grey seeing Wolverine's old yeah. shell that he just kind of got out of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, good, cool. That was acknowledged, because like, I know But it was broken was from up. the outside. It kind of looked like... It, it looked, looked like unclear. It, it looked, looked like unclear. It was, it was unclear, yeah. It looked like he, it was like cracked open like an egg. Yeah. yeah. It, it could go either way. It mm. was really right in the middle. I, I thought about that. Yeah. It was, it was really almost right like it was middle. ambiguous and they did that on purpose. Well, <laughs> I have it right here. Go on to your next point. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. And one of the other things, the Avengers have, it, have a secret member that we've never heard about before. Oh, time travel, crazy stuff. Uh, Voyager. Yep. New character. Secret Avenger. Uh, that we may not, uh, we don't know anything about, but She's apparently she was in the Avengers in the 60s. This is like some, uh, it's weird because it's like, did they go back in time and put her in there? Like, who is she? We'll find out. Well, it could be uh, like Rick and Morty. Wubba how, how, how you If you remember a good memory with a character, that character, this is the parasite that, become, that oh. creates characters that are real. Oh, now you're getting there. Let me look at that. Uh, they're they're yeah. looking at the shell of Wolverine right yeah, now. It's, yeah. It's oh, very, yeah, yeah. It's very unclear. It's very, like... Because there's rubble all over. Mm. Yeah. It looks like it could have been split open. It looks like from either inside or out. I like to imagine he broke out because he's the one we focus on in the car. So right. Like, yeah, exactly. I think they would have said, hey, thanks for getting me out, bub. But uh, yeah, it is, yeah, it is weird that he's going for an Infinity Stone. Yeah. You know what's really funny and odd is that there's a two-page scene of Doctor Strange and Iron Fist and they st- and they stop the Green Goblin from entering his Sanctum Sanctorum. Damn shrubbery. Yeah, there's a lot of, <laughs> that, lot of questions there. That that Green Goblin it's stuff... It's not even two pages, it's one. That Green Goblin stuff is literally from the last issue of, of Dan Slott's Spider-Man. Because I kind of like this. Uh, uh, Norman Osborn, he, he's done with technology because it can't fix him. So he's going to be in a Green Goblin because he's crazy. He's trying to do magic now. So we're going to have a magic Green Goblin, which is... That's cool with me. Um, I want to comment on the planet of Bast... Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. this is Jonathan Hickman's stuff. The intergalactic uh, empire of Wakanda. Do you remember the yeah. end of Secret Wars? I didn't finish Secret there Wars. There you go. So, so the end of Secret it, Wars, so. uh, Jonathan Hickman uh, at the world is brought back to, you know, to how it's supposed to be. People are pretty. Doctor Doom's pretty. Uh, the Wakandans started a space uh, project back in the, back, back, way back when. And now it's prosperous and they have a secret society no one knows about it till now. Well, that's so it's really space. Neat. It also, it also kind of helps that the panther... The Black Panther isn't a terrestrial. It might not be a terrestrial thing anymore. Extra, um, much like the Voltron lions, yep. yeah. <laughs> they just kind of are. The, well, don't worry about it. Yeah, don't yeah. worry about it. They're things. Just, just let it. Just yeah, but um, that's some Hickman stuff. So that's like stuff that's been years in a process that they've never really. Uh, I'm I'm not caught up on the Black Panther storyline. I think they might have sooner, but remember that book has had serious delays. Black Panther. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's still coming out. Like it, still... it is, but it it's it doesn't have it's it's not it's barely yeah. monthly. Yeah, uh, I stopped reading after the first six issues, and there was no space stuff. So I don't know if this is just brand new for Legacy or stuff that's been recent in the books. But this is definitely Hickman stuff that hasn't been touched on since Secret Wars. Yeah. so that's sweet. I was a little bummed that the mammoth died. Yeah, mm-hmm. but what you know? What's next is like a crazy saber tooth with like crazy skull face or something. That'd be sweet. That'd be cool. Yeah. 
Ooh, You're looking at the, the symbols? Yeah, I'm looking at the symbols on the wall. What's because, the final house, then? Because there's seven, but there's only six. It's Voyager. One it's, is it Voyager? Well, I don't know. Well, it's, the, it's this one. It's this one right here. Well, they say... That say, looks like the Phoenix Fire. The, no, that's the Phoenix. That's, that's Iron Fist. Oh, that's Iron Fist. That's Iron Fist. Right? Yes. So this is Phoenix Fire. I think the final house okay. is something that we don't know who who it is yet. So yeah. that's why I'm thinking, like, it's got to be, like, like, a Hulk person, but that's what Starbrand is. So, like, what cosmic force... Like the Phoenix Force or the Iron Fist that we, or the Black Panther, or the Black, you know, like that. Like, what <laughs> character could it possibly be? Maybe it, maybe it's Voyager. Maybe it's something we don't know. Could we'll be see. this new Voyager character. Maybe Quasar is another character that has. He's legacy. like protector of the universe. I was, yeah. I was talking to Ryan that I, I kind of hope that it's not some kind of Captain Planet amongst the <laughs> seven like, of them like all Ultron. combined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the power of Odin and Phoenix, it's like and all the, the Green Lanterns turned into the White Lantern. So no. now let's, uh, let's bring up the 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 last page. Yeah, it's, it's my boy. It's my boy and my girl. It's Valeria and Franklin. Uh, they're back. Are they? Yeah. No, they're not. They're, they're just they're gonna not show up again until like Marvel Two and issue twelve. Very well, very confusing. Yeah, because uh, the idea is that and we talked about this last week. Uh, the thing and the Human Torch are going to search for Reed and Sue. Yep. And uh, uh, Valeria and um, Franklin. Franklin are uh, on a mission from their father. I thought it was Reed narrating. But yeah. then I reread it and it said I'm too young for something. I'm like, yeah, okay, no, it's, it's definitely right. Valeria. Yeah, and uh, they're on a mission from their father. Who knows what? Uh, and it looks they're like exploring. They said they're exploring space. Yeah, yeah. they're probably exploring the new France, the new uh, universe. New France. Like <laughs> the new France. Um, Final France. Yeah. I see a hand. It, it looks like it's just like like a cosmic like that's what like the shape of the galaxy looks like. Um, that's what oh, you mean the like. You mean like in the DC universe when a blue hand opens up and the oh. <laughs> Did somebody, somebody... oh you mean like how they found the symbols down in the the deep in the earth like the button yeah and the... <laughs> yeah somebody somebody made a joke like this is this is the big crossover we have been waiting for that hand is the Doctor Manhattan and this is the, this is them colliding <laughs> them going like this God it took this long you know yeah. the DC universe is a mul- is a multiverse in the Marvel universe That's yeah I'm right with that amalgam baby um man bring back the amalgam universe what's yeah. up yeah. with Tony. I, I next know. next uh, next arc for uh, search, for Tony, Stark. Search, for, search Tony Stark. for Tony Stark. Okay, I don't think he woke himself up, so maybe he was not woke. Oh god. Okay. I'll... Tony can't get woke. Um, <laughs> he's a futurist. Um, futurist. I would like woke. to think this is just me no randomly thinking this because I want his brother to come back, Arno Stark. It's not going to be Arno Stark who woke him up. I just want to say Arno Stark. He's Iron Man twenty twenty. Pew, 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 pew. Okay. It's not. I I literally uh, have no. No, idea. I know. It's very. Yeah. It's like, very like. Okay. Where are we going with this? A lot of these Stark stories thing? are just like. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. They're they're all set up for yeah. bigger things. They're yeah. trying to get you excited for like. Here's the next like five years. But there was what? no. But there was no. Uh, oh, kind of comparing it to Rebirth. Well, there it is feels a lot no like through it. line. There is no moment. Uh, like the moment where Barry remembers Wally, yeah. grabs him out of the Speed Force, and says, I can't believe I forgot that moved, you. That made me cry. Made me cry. I was expecting to have something similar, because they've been hyping this book up for, Emotion. like, it's like it's not. Nothing like that happened. Emotions yeah. were felt. I don't know what they could have done that would have landed like that. Like, I felt... Wolverine? I, I can't believe I, I forgot. Think was, maybe that could <laughs> We don't have two of you right it's now. Tony and Wolverine, and they're just hugging. <laughs> How could I forget you? How could I have forgotten you? God. I did like the moment with Steve at the diner. Yeah, yeah, that was a great moment. Where are you going? I wish I knew, ma'am. Yeah. Though I don't have a hat, but I, I, lo- I hat. love I love wandering America, Steve. He's yeah. always so great. It's very Superman. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, Any other thoughts on this book? It's it, it's 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 good. Yeah, it's, it's a good just book. it's just not, not not as great as there, we were hoping. There are things that I was already excited about anyway because of how Secret Empire ended, that yeah. this just showed me, yeah, I still should be excited about those things. The, like, the, like what's going to happen with Sam? What's going to happen with uh, Steve? Yeah. What's going to happen with 
Wolverine now being back. Um, I will say I am now more on board with going back to Planet Hulk. Because I didn't know what the reasoning was, because they got a broadcast from oh, Sakaar saying, Hulk, Hulk, we need you more than ever. more than ever, yeah. And that was I'm, cool. I'm totally cool with, I might not read it, but I'm now not, I don't have a problem with that story anymore. Yeah, it's, it, I that, think that's that, true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That, yeah. Is, that is better that way. I, 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 I wish, so at the end of DC Universe Rebirth, I was like, I am so excited for what's going to happen next for the DC I'm Universe. I'm literally at the exact same point I was yeah. before I read it. If not a little bit more because I haven't seen Franklin or Valeria and those are truly characters close to my heart. Sure. But like, hey, we're here, but we won't be back until you really want us. I'm right. like, ah. I think I think for me it was I'm I'm at the same excitement level for pretty much everything I was already excited about from Secret Empire, except for I'm more interested in seeing more of the million BC Avengers. Hey, so I'm a little more curious about what the heck's gonna happen with Robbie. And I do think and this is kind of the key thing for this issue anyway. I do think that they were able to do the return of, of Logan well. I did too. Without it feeling forced, without it feeling like a gimmick. I was like, all right, uh, this feels tasteful and mysterious, and I'm on board. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually exactly where you are. I want to see more of the Avengers Mammalian, and uh, I want to see what they're, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with Robbie. The final yeah. host. And I think, I think they, but I think that, you know, this issue doesn't stand out the way that Rebirth did, but I do have to commend them. I think that, you know, it's tough when you bring back a major character after a death. Yeah. And I think that this actually was not a bad bring back of Logan. Yeah. I thought it was okay. I, th- I thought it was I thought it was strong enough. It was strong enough that it doesn't that, offend. That they that they're bringing back the Phoenix, but they don't kind of mention it in here. They only talk about the young Jeep, right? Yeah. But Phoenix is coming back. Ben, uh, final thoughts? It's fine. It's yeah. not bad. I mean, thank you, Ben. No, I'm kidding. Do, do any of these? Because <laughs> I, I know you. you don't read like current Marvel, uh, like like where it stands. Like, do any of these? Like any of these plots are like, oh, Black Panther in space or Magic Green Goblin? Oh yeah, Black, Black, Panther, Black Panther in space. Black Panther <laughs> in space, most definitely. But you put any character in space, I'll read it. <laughs> space Punisher, definitely. Great book. Oh wow, great definitely book. Black Panther in space, but also Avengers one million BC. As that's a big one, but also I, I'm kind of intrigued as to see what uh. Um, the thing and um, Human Torch are gonna try because you see Giant Storm light up the sky with a four. I think like we're the, all. The are we all kind of in the same boat? That probably the most exciting thing is the prospect of seeing more of the Avengers One Million BC. Yeah, I, I from think, from this yeah. specific issue, yes. Yeah. So this makes me curious because that Avengers Weekly book, it's just tying all the Avengers, all like the like a uh, uh, Uncanny, and it's like all the regular, all of them uncanny, together. Uncanny, all new. Young. Oh yeah, yeah. U.S. That's Young like, oh, is in the title right now. U.S. Avengers. Um, U.S. Avengers. I never we, read that we obviously don't. Don't. I actually like U.S. Avengers a lot. Uh, Al Ewing. Yeah, we don't know a lot about obviously like because this is just the first issue of like where this is gonna go. But I'm curious if like Robbie Reyes is not gonna get another Ghost Rider title because there's another Ghost Rider title coming out. In Spirit. Spirit of Vengeance. It's five issue miniseries yeah. though. But I they we it's clear that Robbie doesn't work as a solo character. So I think. All of these side characters that were in this in this book are probably going to be in that uh, Avengers uh, weekly book. They may Robbie Robbie is a is a is a host or whatever. They right? may they may make a Avengers book with the current characters holding those mantles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, I think that that might be what we're going to see. Doctor Strange, yeah. uh, Iron Fist, um, uh, Black Panther, Black, Robbie, uh, Black Robbie. Panther. Black That'd Panther. be an interesting. It's an interesting <clears throat> theme. Thor. Yeah. It's an interesting like but I, I'd be really curious to see if they if they do just a dedicated title of the Avengers One Million BC. I'd be cool with it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Yeah, specifically that, that, written interesting. by by Jason Aaron. I did like the the god who saw into the future and was so so that's terrified of what he saw. That's that definitely he not out and died. Um, <laughs> that's not uh, what's his name? Heimdall. Heimdall. It's not right? Heimdall. Okay. It's a it's a 
it's a is it just uh, an Asgardian god? It's a god who is his like only thing is to see oh, okay the future. And Mangog has been a thing that's been developing in the Thor comics, but like very very minimally. So it's interesting that there's like oh it's Mangog, and I'm like is that Mangog from DC? What are you guys talking <laughs> about? I forgot about. Yeah, this. he says Mangog is coming. He yeah. falls, and then the narration says, and all the gods shudder, but they don't know yeah. why. It's been like hey hey Mangog's coming, and like they're like man man man, man. I'm like okay I guess it's finally coming. <laughs> I just think it's neat that he was like so terrified of it. He, he let himself yeah. die. Like, oh. Every other thing that He's ever like, happened That's wasn't horrifying. Enough. I I'm prefer out. death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, peace out, bitches. Yeah. Uh, all right, that'll... Anyone, anything else? Anything else? Um, we, I think we've wetted that issue. Yeah. We've, I think we've, like, yeah. rung a dry. Are you going to pick up any of these new books? I'm going to pick up... But I'm already reading yes, Cap. Yes, but so Legacy gonna... isn't the thing that made me feel like I wanted to. Yeah, it was... Like, I'm going to follow what's going on with Sam, and I'm going to follow what's going on with Steve. I want to know what's going on with Tony. I'm, yeah. I'm going to at least check out the first issue related to Logan, whatever's going on with him. Oh. Wherever he's going to show up, whatever it's going to be, I'm oh. going to check out the first thing where that happens, and I probably will check out the first part of this new Avengers thing yeah. when it starts. I can guarantee... But nothing else, nothing else is screaming out to me yeah. right now. I can guarantee Old Man Logan's probably going to end, because it's on issue 29. It goes probably like 35, maybe. And then they just make, Wolf, and, they just make Wolverine. And because I thought it was so well done, I'll probably follow up on the, nec- on the next thing that happens with Deadpool... Because I I'm, really like the Deadpool Phil Coulson issue, and I'm yeah. curious where this is going. Him just like being a bad guy and just like accepting it, like I'm into it. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see where uh, what they're going to do with Old Man Logan, honestly, um, because generally speaking, they don't keep two of the same character. Uh, Three of the same character. We've got all new Wolverine. I'm, I'm so invested in what's going on with Sam, so I'm so interested to see. What oh happens no, when they he goes could. Back to being they have two Captain Americas. Yeah. Well, he's going back to being Falcon. Yeah. I no, mean, I, we're I, talking I about a Wolverine because we got right, Laura, yeah, yeah. we got Laura, and we got Old Man Logan yeah, now yeah. Wolverine. Yeah. That's gonna be a fun issue. Instead, of just have Wolverines come out again. Wolverines too. That book will be trash too. Um. All right. Well, that uh, that'll do it for this. Uh, uh, Sparks. Do you know what your book club's gonna be next week? Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be a uh, trade called um, Beasts of Burden, uh, Animal Rights. Beast of Burden, Animal Rights. He's there you go. Uh, the uh, writer is Evan Dorkin, uh, artist Jill Thompson. Um, it's a fun-filled adventure story featuring a heroic group of dogs and <laughs> one cat who are set with the task of keeping the residents of Burden Hill safe from supernatural occurrences. I'm going to right, right now. Wow. Be- that sounds great. This first thing you said, Beast of Burden. I, like, I is this based up, off the Rolling I, Stones? I, I, I really enjoy it, and uh, I picked it up in uh, my full hardcover book form when I was actually at your store oh. one of the times and that's when I picked it up uh, also next week we'll be reviewing Blade Runner 2049 you guys Ryan I'm excited about a lot of things in my life I said no what I know oh know. yeah uh, but like this is like, this is like Blade Runner is like one of my favorite movies like I, I, I can't I don't know I don't, the reviews are already like incredible they're saying like it's better than the first movie and I'm like it's impossible but I really like Arrival people are saying it's a masterpiece oh my god I'm so excited guys yeah I'm pretty stoked and Damn I'm gonna too. make I'm gonna force you guys to watch it next week yo, again yo I have seen it you, I just don't remember which version I saw and you I've probably never see seen my version I've never seen it so I actually need to that's sit down why. and watch Blade Runner because be I've never this seen it the director's cut that's nope. the version you prefer final cut Final Cut. Final Cut's right, the real one. That's the only one that's available right now. I have a six no, disc. No, I have a six disc collection. I found it. There's a Blade Runner Blu-ray Dude, I have right it. now for 12 bucks on Amazon, and it has the original, the directors, and the Final Cut all in one thing. Show me that, because I've was i been looking I for that. I will bring the box set with all of them for you. Well, no, no I'm just saying, I want to buy it, because oh, I want to okay. get it. Good. Um, I've been looking for the, I've been looking for that forever, and whenever I look online, it's just always the Final Cut, so I want to see that. 
Um, no, I need the final clue. Next, uh, so that, that'll do it for this week. Um, yeah. Thank you to everyone who contributes to the show, specifically Jeremy Vellucci. Um, we love we love working with you. We love hearing from you. Get another voices. Get another episode of Show Podcast. please. Um, if you guys haven't listened to Suburban Proctologists, you can find it on Facebook.com slash Suburban Proctologist Official, Instagram at Subproc Podcast. Uh, find them on iTunes. But don't take our word for it. Take his. Take it away, Jeremy. If you are a human being between the ages of 2 and 99, congratulations! You are among one of the few species in the universe to function with conscious thought. That's a big responsibility. There's a lot of incredible things you can do with consciousness. You could read. You could fall in love. You could kill a man. But the best thing about being a conscious being is having the chance to experience wonderful adventures. And if you're interested in going on such an adventure without leaving the comfort of your own home, I invite you to find the Suburban Proctologist podcast on iTunes under comedy, or to go to www.suburbanproctologist.libsyn.com. And don't forget to subscribe. Now, just a minute! You can't have a promo for Suburban Proctologist without mentioning me, the main character! What? I thought I was the main character. Isn't the audience following my narrative in the first episode? It's a fish out of water story. Well, you're a stupid fish. It's my name in the title. I always like to fancy myself as the main character, actually. Excuse me, this is a private building. Who let you in? Was it Carol? It was Carol, wasn't it? Yes, it was Carol. She's lovely. Yes, we vaporized her! Is this the thingy where you do the voiceovers? It's called a microphone. I'm sorry, did you say vaporize? Move over! People of Earth! I have commandeered your airwaves. Remember this voice. It belongs to your future ruler, Proctologist Nefarious. But you could just call me Rocco, Rocco, Rocco. Thank you, Jeremy. And also thank you to Louis Barreto, who does our uh, logo, or an icon. Uh, you can find him on Instagram, at lens for eyes Lewis is also associated with any zine, which is the official zine of uh, Figner Podcast. For Ooh. now, I haven't talked to him in forever, but I think we're still on it. Yep. Um, yep, yep, yep. Uh, they meet every third Wednesday of the month. Uh, anyone is welcome to join, especially if you're in the greater Los Angeles area. Not you can the find, them, find them at uh, Cal State Northridge Art Department, room 507, from 6 to 10. Um, if you're not, you can find them on Instagram, anyzine, E-N-I-Z-I-N-E, underscore C-S-U-N, uh, Facebook, anyzine at csun, email anyzine.csun at gmail.com. It's a, uh, it's a postulate palindrome. Perpendicular. Perpendicular. Palindrome. Yeah. 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 There you go. <laughs> Got it. Um, uh, thank you guys for listening. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Fake Nerd Podcast. Email us at fakenerdguys at gmail.com. If we're wrong or right, who cares? Just we'd like to hear from no, you guys. No, we're always right. <laughs> well, that's you, how, that's you how sure? It works. Yep. Hail Hydra. Uh, Hail Hydra. <laughs> Hail Hydra. Uh, you can find me, BT McClure, Instagram, Twitter. Find Ben. Ben Magnet 27 for everything. Ryan. DJ Tony Snark at everything. Sparks. Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter. S P A R K Z Witty. Cool. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and tune in. Uh, uh, rate and review wherever you get it. Um, five stars preferably we'll take four we may negotiate but that's it yeah don't even try that three shit Un- until next time real quick this has been maybe my favorite episode because I got to talk about comics for like an hour so like thank you for doing this <laughs> <laughs> it was fun yeah. it's not the first time we've done this not like this where I could be like well that's not true I'm always explosive <laughs> um, oh I don't know that's gross <laughs> until next time guys hail Hydra hail, hail Hydra, Hydra.